Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. We do the show, obviously, at night. So for those listening tomorrow, it's Friday. And I'm going to do intros really quick because I'm going to jump right into the story. My friends, we are under attack. Someone is trying to sabotage the gorilla, and I will not stand for it. So <laughs> let me just quickly announce, we got Luke Rutkowski hanging out. Orale, vatos, que paso? What? No hables español, por qué? Yeah, poquito. Oh, uh, bien, uh, bien. Is that all you're going to say? Si, gonna... sí, senor. Oh, okay, okay. We got Ian, he's chilling. Hola. Yeah, it's just us tonight, and, and Lydia pressing the buttons. Yeah, I'm over here in the corner. Because yeah, uh, uh, I'm outraged, my friends. Yes. We're, we're just gonna we're just gonna jump straight into this one because this one is a, is more personal, and we got a lot of news. We got a lot of news. You know, Joe Biden is the, the, the Marjorie Taylor Greene filed impeachment against them. We'll talk about this stuff. We'll talk about a lot of stuff. We got the QAnon shaman is mad at Trump. He wanted to pardon <laughs> COVID mandatory vaccines for all employees of United. Trust me, we've got news, but this time it's personal. My friends, if you go to TimCast.com. Okay, we have a new website set up where you can become a member and help support the show. And we're trying really hard to make that a bigger part of the show for several reasons. It allows us to speak freely without fear of getting banned from YouTube because it's our own website. And it helps support us outside of these ridiculous ad sales and rules and all that stuff. Now, please go there, become a member if you want to support the show. But I bring this up because we also have an area called shop. And when you go to shop, you can purchase this ever so lovely I Am A Gorilla t-shirt. Trust me, this is part of the story, and you're going to want to hear this. The gorilla t-shirt is a, is a joke. When Alex Jones was on the show, he kept saying, I am a gorilla, kill yourself. Well, we didn't like that. Why? Well, because the it, it's based on this book called Ishmael, where this like, spe- what is it, Ian, a spirit gorilla? Uh, this guy is like seeking the meaning of life. He finds this gorilla who has telepathic powers and talks to him te- telepathically. Okay, like Gorilla Grodd from DC, I guess. I don't know. And he's maybe. a villain. He's basically what telling people that they're like a virus. Well, yeah, get- he's explaining that humans have kind of ended up becoming too too much of takers in the world, and we're kind of destroying the planet now instead of how we're supposed to live symbiotically with it. Hmm. Okay, okay. So Ian ended up saying, "I am a gorilla. Love yourself." Mm-hmm. And so we thought that was funny. People in the chat kept saying, "I am a gorilla," and posting gorilla emojis. And I liked the idea of focusing on getting back to nature, you know, being responsible for yourself. Because, you know, when we had Jack Murphy here, I mentioned what Ishmael was kind of about. And when I said, it's you know, get back to nature and, you know, get in the wilderness, maybe chop some lumber, Jack's like, that sounds pretty good. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, let's make a positive thing. I don't do political shirts. Luke does political shirts. Look look at the shirt he's wearing right now. Well, well I, I get my shirt censored, but that's a whole other story that <laughs> no, we got no, to get into in a little bit. Yeah. But Luke's got political shirts. Yep. It's, or, it's Orwell saying, boy, did I call it or what? Correct. It's a great yes. shirt. It's a great shirt. Well, the Timcast IRL shirts are not political and on purpose. We have one where it says silence accelerates victory. It's the old slogan from the U.S. Office of Censorship. It's about as political as we get. And ends the pyramid, you know, with the great with the all seeing eye being toppled over. That was so, before IRL, right? Yes, that was something I made yeah. a while ago as just like it's I thought it was cool. It's like the censorship being knocked over will win. That's about as political as we get because we have a cat. We've got me with a pipe with bubbles coming out of it and shirts with beanies on them. That's yes. right. You buy a shirt. It's got a beanie on it. So when we made the I Am A Gorilla shirt, I put TimCast IRL on it, and it's meant to just be a silly thing for the fans, people listen to the show, no strong message. I'm about to show you an image. Most of you probably have already seen me tweet about it, because when I saw this, I was just like, I facepalmed. I'll admit, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty chill person, so I was laughing, but I was like still kind of worried at this. Someone ordered this shirt, one of the first shirts to go out, and this is what happened. Ladies and gentlemen... I give you the sabotage of the I am a gorilla shirt. I am offended. The I am a gorilla meme was supposed to be fun and silly and family friendly. And it is just a drawing of a silly cartoon gorilla sitting there like, yeah, I'm a gorilla. It doesn't mean anything. Well, here's the image I got. On the left, you can see the original artwork. 
On the right, you can see what was delivered to someone who ordered the shirt. For those that are listening, I said, yo, Teespring, you want to tell me why our cartoon gorilla shirt became an effing blackface drawing? How is this an accident? His hands were printed white and his face was darkened. This is the crazy thing about it. A lot of people have suggested that this was some kind of printing error. It wasn't. Now, the first thing I want to say, I've talked with Teespring and they're working on solving, figuring out what happened. And it is definitely on their end, but not through their main uh, company. What they told me is they, they, they believe this came from a third party that they outsourced to. And uh, look, I respect Teespring. I like them. I've sold shirts with them for a long time and I have no issues with them. So I respect they called me and they were really apologetic. And they're like, we really want to get to the bottom mm-hmm. of this. We don't like being called racists. And I was like, I don't I don't want people walking around with Timcast IRL branding and this ridiculous image. Let me explain something. This is a picture of, of what looks like some uh, uh, it looks like a minstrel costume because the fists were changed to be white. The face is blackened, but you can see the where, where the black on the face is. It doesn't reach all the way to the end of the face, kind of like blackface. So some people said it was a printing error. I don't know how that would be a printing error because you can see that there are certain colors that appear in certain areas and on other areas. How did they accidentally make the fists white and accidentally then make the face darker? Mm-hmm. Not only that, the color of shirt is gray. I don't off we don't offer that in the, in the Teespring store. It seems like somebody purposefully altered the image and printed it on a shirt. Maybe I don't know what happened. Maybe someone thought it was a joke and they printed it out for their friends and then it accidentally got shipped out. Or maybe someone intentionally wanted people to be walking around with a shirt that says Timcast IRL on it and depicts what looks like blackface saying, I'm a gorilla. So look, I ain't all that mad. Okay. We all, we all kind of laughed and we're like, what are you going to do about it? You know, it's ridiculous. But the, 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 the indignation you hear is because I think someone did it on purpose and I don't think they did it because it was fun or funny. I think they did it because it would seriously hurt us. So when I saw this image get sent out, my initial reaction was, if this person didn't tell me and I didn't know and they didn't think of it, how long would it take until Media Matters or some leftist organization started saying that Tim Pool sells blackface shirts or whatever? It would probably take 10 seconds. So I immediately tweeted, nah, none of that. You're not doing that on me. Not me. So then, then because of that, some people started photoshopping it and trying to sell it on other stores because you can't get it anymore. So I will tell you this. Uh, I talked to Teespring and they said it's, it's not going to happen again. And I was like, cool. But a lot of people may have ordered it and it may have already been sent out, sent out. So there may be 1000 of these shirts circulating around with altered art. And I had no idea. Maybe they didn't all come from the same printing facility, but, uh, Look, I'm trying to be nice to Teespring. You know, um, I understand they're a business. I understand they're scared of the accusations and cancel culture and all that stuff as well. But l- l- let me let me just, you know, make a few more points and then we'll point out what they've done with Luke's shirts. And that suggests that, well, I don't want to I don't want to abandon, you know, Teespring over what a rogue employee may have done. But I, I take issue with that. And I definitely think there's quality control issues because a few questions. Let's say it was an accident. Let's say it was a mistake. How did someone look at that and say, looks like the design the person ordered. Let's send it to them. They didn't even stop and say, yeah, that's definitely not the art it's supposed to be. They sent out a clearly defective shirt. But come on, the darkened face and the white hands. This was done on purpose, in my opinion. So look, I try to be careful and I can understand the people who run Teespring are probably freaking out. And I feel bad for them. I do because they didn't do this. Somebody, somebody did, somebody at the company or, or through the company did somehow. 
And so I just try to be, I try to be nice. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. But I think moving forward for at least the TimCast.com store and for members, we'll probably print our own shirts and, and sell them manually because then we can guarantee this doesn't happen. Now, that being said, I'm sure there are a lot of people who actually really want one of these now because misprints end up becoming valuable or popular. And look, all that matters to me is I said, I don't condone what the person did with this art. And I'm not going to, you know, risk me getting canceled by someone trying to accuse me of doing something. If you find it funny, you know, so be it, whatever, they're sold. And a lot of people are probably going to get them. Um, I don't think you can get them now if you tried to order. But if you just want the regular one, which was supposed to just be silly, and a lot of people are like, it's a dumb shirt. What's the point? I'm like, that, it's not supposed to be anything special. It's just you watch the show, you like it, I'm a gorilla. Have fun. Now, Luke has his own encounters because... They just took down your shirts like the other day, didn't they? Well, they took down 10 shirts. And but I, like I, yesterday, right? Yesterday, the shirt I was wearing, they took down after the broadcast. And I'm like, wait, what? I mean, the, the shirt that I was wearing, the, the one that said uh, that had the NPC saying, uh, oh, don't one. spread fake news because uh, the mainstream media hates competition and had all the mainstream media. They took that one down. And I'm like, hey, what's going on here? I have a puppy to feed. I'm finally back on my feet. I'm <laughs> finally right. doing well. I don't work for anyone. I volunteer. YouTube took away my demonetization and now out of everything here come these alleged snitches or or, or and now they're taking away the, the main kind of income that i have and i'm like wait what's going on here i reached out to oh, them oh. yeah the shirt you were wearing said don't distribute fake news the mainstream media will do it for you yeah why well, why would they take that down why would they remove that exactly and they took down a lot of other stuff and they mm -hmm. haven't been honest but you know being you know polish being very hard-headed and stubborn I'm still going to keep moving forward. And even if I have to draw these shirts myself and ship them out to the people, I still will do that because uh, a lot of people have been telling me I love these shirts. They help spread the conversation. I love talking to random people. People stop me in the middle of the streets to talk about, you know, the the, the information, the the larger kind of message that you're getting out there. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm very happy that I bought the best political shirts.com, that specific domain, because now I'm just going to use it. And whatever shirts they took down... I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm talking to them. Hopefully, they will bring it back. But if they don't, uh, I'm 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 still looking for third parties. I'm going to find a third party to work with, and then all of the shirts that were ever banned. There was I I found out yesterday there was ten ten products banned. Ten. I didn't even know about this. Uh, the emails are going to the spam box, and uh, I, I was wondering. I was like, my storage looks kind of skinny there. So there's, I'm very dissatisfied. There's a lot of services like Teespring, and look, they 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 just texted me and they said. You know, we're so sorry about this. We're going to work on it. We're going to figure out what the problem was and follow up with you. And, and I respect it. I do. I try to be nice. And um, I'm, I'm sure there's probably a lot of people that are laughing at how egregious this was. And knowing that it's not intended to actually, you know, insult anybody or actually be racist, I'm sure a lot of people would like to have that shirt. Now, that being said, Teespring, like I said, they're not going to allow it to, they're not going to allow any, any more of these to go out and they're going to monitor them. But considering some of the censorship we've seen, from Teespring. I'll, I'll keep using them because they're integrated with YouTube. They actually are a pretty good service. I know a lot of people aren't the biggest fans of their shirts, but Luke mentioned that these shirts actually have been, you know, pretty good for a long time, like they last a while. But that being said, <clears> we're <throat> going to have to take the, the reins into our own hands. If Luke can't criticize the mainstream media, like, come on. Yeah. You can't criticize the press. Well, maybe it's that you were, had their logos on the well, shirt. Well, they also took down my logo. So I had, I had merchandise with my own original We Are Change logos on there. 
and they took that one down well, as well. That, that, that's a good point. I respect that. Yeah, I think yeah. that might be it. But it, but satire and fair use is allowed. Exactly. Yeah, like so, you so, can drink a Pepsi on this show and get ad revenue for but it. But Luke I was making fun of them. Yeah, as long as it's satirical, it, it, it's allowed. As long as it's it's Creative Commons, it, it's it's allowed. It was, it was a new creation, yeah. clearly mocking the brand, and in no way sought to monetize off of those companies' yeah. brands. So, if I took the CNN logo and was just selling the CNN logo, then, yes, you can make that argument. I stole their intellectual property, but not when you have, you know, 25 other media organizations being laughed at. Are you sure? Like, yes. Could I put, yeah. like, yes. sell a shirt that says Nintendo, but, like, I'm pouring a cup of water on it? Yes, you can. Really? Yep. Because you edited yes. it. You changed it yes. somehow. Yeah. So the, the, the question of copyright infringement is, are you infringing on their market? So, uh, famous story with Sargon of Akkad, Carl Benjamin, Lotus Eaters podcast. I always give a shout out to, to Carl. And, uh, he, he took a video on YouTube uh, from a left wing, you know, commentator. And then he took two cuts of it, just straight, like cut and cut, and then titled it, I think it was SJW levels of awareness. She sued him saying, Oh, you just stole my content. And a bunch of people were like, Yeah, dude, Carl, like you did. You're going to lose. And he's like, No, I'm not. I'm right. It's fair use. He mm -hmm. won. Not only did he win, he won fees as well. She had to pay him on top because you're allowed to criticize other people and produce a new product and monetize it if it's in the, in the process of criticizing, mocking, satirizing. The big question when it comes to the court is, are you infringing on their market? So like Luke said, if you just sell shirts that say CNN, then you're taking money away from CNN who sells the same shirts. Uh. But if it says CNN and then sucks under it, CNN doesn't sell those shirts and CNN's fans wouldn't buy them anyway. Yeah. So you can do that. Yeah, we made, a, we made a CNN logo that transformed into a toilet. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, I think they took that, 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 one down, that one down as well. And I'm like, what, what's going on here? And it's not just, uh, you know, copyright. It, it's also our logos, our own independent art. They took down a whole bunch of other stuff, claimed it was copyright, but there was no possible way in the world that that could be true. And then we countered them on it. And this happened a couple months ago, and they still never responded to me. So I'm taking this very seriously. I'm very happy I have this new domain name because I'm going to be using it. I'm going to make my own store. Uh, you know, maybe I'll use them. Maybe I'll not. We'll see if you guys respond to me. But uh, but just keep checking in on the bestpoliticalshirts.com because if you want that shirt that I had on yesterday, I'm working to make sure you have it one way or another. Even if I don't get any profit, a lot of people want that shirt. I'm going to make sure you guys have it. I got an idea. For the I am a gorilla shirt, we'll just make one where he's holding a rainbow flag. That's it. Perfect. So he's got his fist and just put a rainbow flag there and like, hey, we're cool. Or like a rainbow <laughs> Chinese finger trap. He's like in it. Perfect, yeah. um, Teespring takes like 85%, right? No, like, no, like 50 or something. Oh, that's not bad because they do 98% of the labor. Right. They take the order, they ship it out, they make it and all that stuff. We were so. talking last night while we were on Twitch, Adam and I, about uh, doing t-shirts here because I think this conversation came up, but it, the consensus was it's just a lot of work mm -hmm. to ship, especially the shipping. Yeah. But so if we do the limited edition stuff, like the tinfoil hat version, I'm going to get those made by a local small business, and yeah. then we're going to physically have them, and we can sign them, and then do a limited run, members only. And then I think for the shop we have on TimCast.com, I might just have to like maintain full control over this. You know, look, I... I, I Misprints are fun. Like we, we play magic. Yeah. You know, it, for those that aren't familiar in like card games like Magic the Gathering, you get a miscut or a misprint. They can be worth way more money. This is probably the craziest thing to like, look, that's why I think it's on purpose. The fact that there, they say, oh, you know, maybe it was a mistake. I'm like, come on. There's too many things that had to go wrong for this to be a mistake. The That's wrong, what people the, need the, to know. The wrong color shirt yeah. we don't sell. Yep. The hands were accidentally made white instead of black, and the face was darkened. To play devil's advocate, maybe because the shirt was a different color, 
the ink didn't print right on it, but the hands are white yeah. instead How of black. Do you, that doesn't no, make sense. It's yeah. like there's yeah. no ink where the hands are. No, there is. There is ink. It's white ink. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's light. And it's like a teal shirt, right? Yeah. No, no, it's a gray shirt. Gray it's, shirt. The, it's the gray speckled, whatever it's called. Yeah. Heather. It's called Heather. It's called Heather. Yeah. So what I noticed about this was that the mouth was a different shape. So I really no, think No, I don't think just, so. I think you're wrong. Tim thinks I'm wrong. Yeah, but you're I, wrong. It's I the think, same. It's I think the same. somebody else went in there and they're like, I'm going to change this. Why would they change the vector of the mouth? I have no idea. They don't even have the vector image. They have a PNG. Why do they make it look like blackface? So changing colors is easy. Changing vectorized shapes is not. They whitened a lot of black spots, but not the outline of the guy. It stayed black. I, I saw how it was designed. So the designer sent me an image of all the layers and like broke it down. And there is no way that could have been an accident. Yeah, so the ears not, are white. Why are the ears white? Yeah, I right. Know. Yeah. It's you know, the nose is white too. Is that a black like, throwback to blackface? Someone said maybe it was inverted accidentally. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. But look at his forearms. The forearms are the same colors. Um, who did the printing? Did they tell you? They're third party. They just so at first they told me that it was actually a totally different company that was ripping it off. Hmm. And they sent me a link and I looked at it. And at first I was like, oh, whoa, is that what happened? But the person who bought the shirt is the designer. And so I just asked the designer, did you buy the shirt? Yes. Here's the receipt. Do you have the packaging? Yes. Here's the packaging. Okay. Well, that's shady that they told you it was someone else. I think no, no. I think they may have thought that was the case. Oh, what actually happened was when I tweeted about it, someone took a photo, like photoshopped it out, and then made a version. But the font they used was different, and so I told them immediately. I was like, "Look, I was like, I got the package, I got the receipt. The font is different." And they were like, "Well, can you verify?" And I was, I was like, "I'm not going to accuse one, one of the people who contracts the designs for me of lying to me. Like we've gotten art from them before." It's been fantastic. We've like this is. I thought it was a great shirt. Yeah. There's no way when when we when when I don't even sell that color of shirt on my Teespring store. And so they were like, you know, we're looking into. It. We have a task force on this. They were freaking out. They, they said like the whole country woke up. You know, like everybody's. Because I tweeted like, dude, this is not on me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking heat for this one. That's on you, man. Cancel culture is going crazy right now. And I'll tell you, I'm a, maybe I'm a little paranoid, but they're looking for any and every reason to ban dude, people. I think you across did the board. It. I would, really good thing by tweeting it out immediately yeah, as soon as sure. i saw it yeah. yeah because they're looking for reasons to ban people we already had media matters claim that we were pushing fake news in some video because jack murphy said that donald trump said something he's like donald trump was talking about this then this and so they were like they're pushing lies and then they they lied media Matters said the ads have been roofed they weren't but you know what happens is they put i, I asked them for a retraction twice and they've ignored me what happens is Media Matters will put out a story saying these channels broke the rules and then they'll start sharing that article to try and get in Wikipedia, trying to get other outlets to write about it. Tim Pool, who's known for breaking the rules, blah, 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 when it never happened. And so now I have to closely monitor this stuff because if we actually sustain damages and these lies become pervasive. What, what's this Media Matters thing? I haven't heard of it before. They wrote an article claiming that on one of our videos, one of our segments, Jack Murphy said that Donald Trump was speaking and gave examples of, of voter fraud like out-of-state voters and things like that. Giving an example of what voter fraud is is not us asserting that widespread voter fraud caused anything to happen. Right. And so they claimed we were pushing lies. They also referenced oh. an incoherent super chat that I read that you couldn't really understand and then said because of it, YouTube took our ads away. That's not oh, wow. true. Who runs Media Matters? It's a bunch of activists. But what happens is they create that narrative, and then other leftists who read that will be like, oh, Tim, they said the ads were removed on the video. And they said, oh, oh, the ads got removed. Tim Pools was penalized by YouTube. And they'll try and create the narrative that YouTube is punishing. No, YouTube did not. The, the podcast was fully monetized. And as of right now, the video is fully monetized. So I don't know. How did they know that? 
Well, I think someone at YouTube probably told him that. And what, whatever whatever their, their point is, I asked them to retract it and they didn't. Can you toss me some of that collagen? This is not collagen. What, that's the MCT? Yeah. I'm going to put it in my coffee. Do it. Thanks, Doc. Free, free, free side. <laughs> we're, not, uh, we're not plugging these guys tonight, but I'm putting some MCT oil in my coffee. Yeah, well, because we actually just eat the stuff. Because it's amazing. It. Yeah. Anyway, look, that, that, the, the point is when it comes to this I am a gorilla thing, I don't know who did it or why. I don't, I'm not, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not taking heat for somebody walking around wearing that shirt and then them being like, ooh, look at the shirts he's selling. All it takes is like one dummy to wear it at one really bad rally with a really bad sign and you're, yeah. you know, labeled with it. So, so we, we've seen a kind of transition and a trend uh, online that's really worrying where <clears throat> you have to be responsible for every comment. You have to be responsible for every viewer. You have to be responsible for people who consume your content now, which is absolutely insane. And it's impossible and it's selectively enforced because they could say, look who's watching your channels. This is why you don't have a discourse. I don't have a discourse because Discord. people could Discord, yeah. Discord because people could just go on there and they could false flag it with a whole bunch of crazy messages they and do. say, "Look, this is this is your people. Look what your people." Do. And I remember a couple of years ago them trying to do this on me, and it backfired with just salacious, insane text of individuals blaming one race of people. And I'm like, wait, wait, this doesn't represent me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you something funny. I had a Discord for a while and I got rid of it because we kept getting raided. You know, people would come in and try and break the rules. Yep. You agree to the rules and they would come in and they would post insane garbage. And I'm like, dude, I'm not dealing with this. The moderators couldn't deal with it. But what happened was this left wing group. I actually know one of the founders. It's called Unicorn Riot had archived the entire discord and took a segment of me talking where I was criticizing Vox.com for publishing white nationalist propaganda. And they cut out the parts where I was saying, how could Vox say these things? This is ridiculous. Vox is being so racist. And then just took the parts where I literally quoted the Vox article to criticize it and claimed I said it. What? Yeah, yeah, that's have, what these people yeah. do. I liked man. Unicorn yeah. Riot. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yep, yep. And I know one of the founders and I've known for a long why time. Why did they Same. do that? Because yeah. these people are, they're, they're zealots, they're, they're authoritarians, and they believe that <clears throat> They're morally justified in evil because they're, the end results for them is good. Wow. So they took me literally saying, hey, guys, look at Vox promoting white nationalism. These people are disgusting. And then clipped out my criticism and tried to make it seem like I was the one. So what happened was Vox.com had a, a, doc, a psychologist, a doctor, write an article where he literally claimed that uh, uh, Vox.com claimed in an op-ed from, from a psychologist that Jewish people, according to Vox, inherent inherit genetically and this is what vox said their materialism and i said that's insane oh that that seems insane and you see how i had to break it up to yeah. avoid the out of context pulling that's what they'll do and don't don't worry they'll still chop it up so i'm like i think that inherits a weird word because you inherit money from well inherit parents, is the gene genetic uh, but genetic in yeah. inheritance right. is a little so different. i said here's what the doctor said oh my god that is insane yeah. and they took out all of my critique and just took the quote from the doctor and claimed the quote from the doctor was from me I'm not a PhD researcher who writes for Vox. Sorry, guys. But they knew my name was next to it. They posted a screenshot. Look what Tim Pool said. And it works. Yeah. It's crazy that we're living in a world where the mainstream media is literally paying people to watch everything we say. And it's at a point where they can't even critique us. So they invent things to critique us on. I remember people being like, look at your followers. Look at what your followers are saying. Look what the comment section of your YouTube channel are saying. And I'm like... I'm responsible for that now. They're like, yes, you are 100%. Literally, you look like yeah, you have something yeah, to say. Yeah. So, Luke, do you think this is maybe because they're making these things 
publishers, they're not platforms anymore. You are responsible yeah. for everything that happens there. Yeah. Like, do you think that's part of it? Well, well, that's another you know argument about section what is it two thirty right. that everyone's talking about. But but before we even go there, we have to understand these are institutions, the mainstream media that told us that there was weapons of mass destructions, that told us that bankers deserve bailouts in two thousand and eight, that told us the air was safe to breathe on nine eleven. They have zero to little accountability at all for their grotesque lies that lead to tremendous human suffering but yet we have to be criticized for for comments on our YouTube well, it's videos? obvious it's obvious me? dude when uh what was the what did the babylon b say they, they, they put out a joke so i don't know if you guys heard the story that the national guard was forced to sleep in a parking yes, garage with no bathroom with one bathroom and only two stalls with five thousand soldiers five thousand soldiers in one a, one power outlet in a parking lot yep. yes. and Jeez. so the babylon b said joe biden asks national guard to be patient until he can send them to iraq <laughs> while they sleep in parking garage <laughs> until he can send them to iraq so the, the the reason i bring that up is there's a reason why they'll do everything in their power to get us taken down now if we play by the rules and we we don't violate community standards or whatever it's really difficult sometimes they take down channels arbitrarily hoping they can get away with it and then when there's a back a backlash they put it back up the mainstream media and the establishment elites want to be able to yell that we need war and lie about weapons of mass destruction to get us into war and they don't like it when independent media challenges that narrative or chemical weapons attacks in Syria, which after further investigation was found out to be absolutely lied about by the establishment and the mainstream media and all, of course, these neoconservatives but, but, bro, and the State Department and Department but you of can, Defense. But you, yeah. you, but you can even go back to the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Yep. Yes. What, what got us involved in Vietnam, yep. widely believed, I got, you know, I'll be, to still be careful, it was just, it never happened. They claimed the U.S. was attacked. It wasn't. They needed pretext for getting us involved in Vietnam. So when we can pull up the actual research, and I'm not talking about conspiracy theories. I'm talking about you just Google search the Gulf of Tonkin and say, read, read Wikipedia. Wikipedia says all of this. It's easier when the New York Times can say they're weapons of mass destruction. It is harder when there are channels like this going, can you prove it? Yeah. Before he, you commit yeah. our troops to death, can you prove it? Even Go then, hold on, hold on. I just want to make a point before going right to you, Ian. There was even whistleblowers. There was people within our government during that entire phase screaming like, hey, there, there is no evidence at all that there's weapons of mass destruction. There was voices. I remember being at one of the largest demonstrations ever in American history in Washington, D.C., hearing from whistleblowers within our government warning us that this was a lie. They were all ignored by the mainstream media. The Internet was still coming up. That's how I heard of it. That's why there was a large demonstration. And, and yet still we went forward with this. It's ridiculous. Sorry, the Ian, go ahead. Gulf of Tonkin was a conspiracy by the government. They conspired right. to produce this fallacious art, uh, thing. So there, there yeah. are government conspiracies. I mean, that is an, the Gulf. They admitted, yes, we conspired. It didn't actually happen. I don't think they admitted. I think it was uh, journalists. Uh, El Daniel Ellsberg. Did he come out in the Pentagon Papers? Was it, it revealed? It may have been actually. I'm not entirely sure. It was the USS Maddox incident, an inter international confrontation that led to the in, in, uh, uh, direct engagement into Vietnam. It involved both a proven confrontation on August 2nd and an unlikely confrontation on August 4th. Mm. So that's why I try to be careful because, you know, even you go to Wikipedia, but there, we were told over and over and over again what, you know, that we had been attacked and we had to go, we had to go in. And now, you know, decades later, they say it, we don't even know if it happened at all. So what, what, what do they specifically say? There were no U.S. casualties. It was originally claimed by the NSA that a second Gulf of Tonkin incident occurred on August 4th. As another sea battle, but instead evidence was found of Tonkin ghosts, false radar images, and not actual North Vietnamese torpedo boats. In the 2003 documentary, The Fog of War, the former United States Secretary of Defense, Robert S. McNamara, admitted 
that the August 2nd USS Maddox attack happened with no Defense Department response, but the August 4th Gulf of Tonkin attack never happened. The NSA wow. claimed it did, and then they admitted in 2003. Well, it was a former, 40, former guy, wasn't he? He said he was out of the military. Former, by, yeah, Robert McNamara. Was was he the, uh, who, 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 yeah, yeah, what did he, what did, he did familiar. something else. His name's yeah. familiar. Sometimes I wish I was 80 years old. Yeah. But yeah, in 2003, yeah, it never happened. Huh. Never happened. Dude, they conspired. Government conspiracy. And and we have to understand, what led to that? What were the larger consequences let me, let me, of that? Let me, let me yeah. just still be reasonable, I guess. Or they're just really bad at what they do. Possible. They're wrong. That's always a possibility. Probably. It is. And, and you know, they, Hanlon's razor, never attribute to malice that which would uh, Nixon, can be explain, they, explained through incompetence. Lyndon Johnson really wanted us into Vietnam. A lot of people wanted us in because they were Henry afraid Kissinger of the Russian. And his yeah. secret war in Cambodia yeah. and Laos. I mean, when you look at the atrocities that were committed in our name because of that single incident, especially in Vietnam, the millions of people affected, the millions of people still affected by Agent Orange and the chemical warfare that was launched on the Vietnamese people on innocent bystanders. Holy the, freaking The American cow. young men yeah. who were drafted to go and fight in that yeah. and then spent lives with, with injuries, with, you know, permanent disabilities and all of that stuff coming back, watching their friends die. That was that was some sick stuff that we got. And, and it's like we barely hear we got some of what those guys have gone through like yeah. to be overrun to be in a in a hole at night in the middle of the night waking up every two hours and it it, it you got to listen to vietnam veterans to talk about the, their yeah for what to stop well, the spread of communism in vietnam maybe or maybe it was a financial <laughs> thing it was kissinger's limited war they we didn't want war with russia we didn't want to bomb moscow so we were going to fight them in vietnam well there's a, those are little proxy wars those proxy wars are still continuing they were supposedly based on ideologies, communism versus capitalism. In reality, it was empires vying for power. It's exactly what's happening right now in Syria, in Yemen, what happened in Libya, what happened in Iraq, what happened in Afghanistan. All of that are powers vying for more power, vying for geopolitical hegemony and control of not only trade routes, but important national resources, which, of course, they're doing anything and everything for, including sacrificing the lives of your sons, of of your daughters, of let's, your children, for profit. Let's 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 roll with this. Hmm. Do you know? You guys know what the Berlin Wall is? Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about the Cold War and the U.S. versus Russia and Vietnam. But you're, you guys listening to this, you're gonna love it. Do you know what the what, what it was what it was called in East Germany? No. Mm -mm. It was called the anti-fascist rampart. How nice. The anti-fascist protection rampart. The Berlin Wall. I saw a photo someone posted on Twitter of people carrying just two bags running full speed. Because uh, that was when they announced they were going to be erecting the Berlin Wall. And people ran desperately to get to, to East Germany because, I'm sorry, West Germany, not to East Germany, <laughs> to West Germany because they realized what was about to happen. And then someone posted a photo of the first person to die at the anti-fascist protection rampart. It's really funny about the anti-fascist protection rampart is that people, they, they weren't protecting anybody. They, the, the wall wasn't protecting East Germany. It was keeping the people in like a prison. And the first person to die was trying to escape. I read one story about a dude who like took a hot, hot air balloon over it or whatever. Oh, wow. People were so desperate to get out of that place. Look, I can understand why the U.S. was so adamant about fighting uh, Russia. Uh, I'm sorry, the Soviet Union on so many fronts because you hear stories like this. But I want to make sure we remind everybody, just read about this. GDR authorities officially refer to the Berlin Wall as the anti-fascist protection rampart. In German, the anti-fascister Schutzwall. Brilliant. 
So the Antifa rampart. And so now you have people in this country going around claiming that they're Antifa and they're the heroes and the protectors and the saviors, when in reality, could you imagine, like, all of, everything this country went through to stop this narrative, this line of anti-fascist, the Soviets, the Berlin Wall, that we fought a cold war, you know, and whatever, whatever, you, whatever that means by fighting it. And there were several times where we nearly, we, we nearly annihilated the entire planet. You guys know that story about like the guy in the submarine, the Russian guy, the Russian yeah. guy, and then like yeah. he, they got a notification, like an alert that U S had fired nukes and he refused to retaliate, and it was a false alarm. We were on the we were on the brink of something truly catastrophic, and what we're seeing now with Antifa is insidious, and it's 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 getting mainstream support. We'll see now now they're kind of getting banned and stuff and and getting struck down. So his name was uh, Vasily Alex Alexandrovich uh, Arkhipov. Yes, and he was a Soviet Navy officer. Yeah, man. I just looked up. Yeah, he's attributed to saving the world. Russian yeah. submarine guy, <laughs> yep. and you'll yeah. find him on yep. Google. He refused. He's like, I'm not. They, he had the uh, the miss. He was misinformed and told to fire. That, that well, there's a technical error, and there, there was uh, you know warning saying Russia is under attack. You have to follow protocol. Protocol means launching an attack back. Launch an attack back now. All of his higher, uh, you know, commanding officers told him to do it. He refused to. He's like, that doesn't feel yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. And then <laughs> luckily God. he made the right decision because we would have been in, according to the official version of events that we're hearing, in an absolute nuclear war that would have devastated. And we probably wouldn't be here now if that was the case. Because, the, I mean, we're talking about thousands of nuclear weapons between Russia and the United States. They openly test them in the desert in the United States. And we're talking about, uh, you know, weapons that will bring us back to the Stone Age. And now Worse these are the, the same weapons. Age, yeah, these are the weapons that now Joe Biden has at his <sighs> fragile, uh, quivering, well, <laughs> shaking fingertips. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not super worried about yeah. this idea. This, you know, oh no, now you know Trump's got the nukes. Now Biden's got the nukes. It's just yeah, too much yeah. power, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I don't care if it's. I don't care if it's Biden. I don't care if it's Trump. That's way too. You have you have a button that could wipe out the entire world ten times over. Uh, and also other planets, like, um, that's too much power was, for one person. I was to thinking have. we'll look back on humans and be like, they, that was the time when they still had one guy leading all of them like a slave driver. You, they had a governor leading, we had that one guy would control them all. That was so But crazy. that's, that's an overstatement. Like, Joe Biden has power, but. But then, the, then we have governors and then we have mayors. Like, we have a right. system it's where we give all the power to one person where then they get to control all this all of us symbolically I mean, very weird i mean the, the guys in black I, suits really have the power but but, but but i mean we have three branches and even mm. every state has three branches Not the gov well the governor has massive power though and the and the courts can overrule them and the legislatures can overrule yeah. it it's but checks and should balances. they have to yeah they should you yeah. think that you, should. should that system yeah. be in place where one guy can do crazy stuff all the time and then yes we have to have all these groups in courts like yes do you think that the system requires an individual to have yes. that why? Because direct democracy failed every time it was tried, and anarchic societies collapsed every time it was tried. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't assume the only other option is direct democracy, though. What's the other option? Direct republicanism. I already the reason we have three branches is because in a system with distributed decision-making, you can't respond to threats fast enough. So That's kind of where I hit the wall, the threat. Like the military threat. The what do you do when is, there's a military threat? That's why we have a commander You have to have one, guy, one who commander. Can, who can pull the but trigger But maybe the commander-in-chief shouldn't be the president. No, I think it makes perfect sense. Well, well, now he, guys, well, he only yeah. runs the executive branch. The meaning, meaning, he can tell that the DEA not to arrest people for pot. He can't change the law, though. 
So the courts can still overrule his executive orders. It, I think it's, it was a brilliant system. The problem is, over time, too much power is being coalesced in the executive branch. Yes. And that's why there was a light at the end of the tunnel for the Trump administration. He, he forced the federal government to attack the executive branch like crazy, th- taking away powers from the executive orders. It was hilarious Good. watching the, the establishment have to destroy what they've built for so long. Now, of course, Biden's rebuilding it like crazy. And that's why I didn't want to see him back in the presidency. Yeah, our system's not perfect, but it's, uh, you know, getting almost there. It's pretty good. It, it, it's pretty legitimate if it's actually run the way it's supposed to be and not by special interests and lobbyists and guys with black suits with, with special interests. But, but guys, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine because we right now have a very diverse former board member of Raytheon that now runs the <laughs> Pentagon. So now the bombs that are going to be dropping inside of the Middle East, they're going to be very woke bombs, uh, you know, filled with LGBTQ slogans. Okay. And everything's great, guys. Everything's I got, fine. I got one better for you. That may be, Luke, but mm-hmm. the good news is, from News 9, ABC, Rep. Green files articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden. And is that her? Is that her? She's wearing a mask that says Trump won. Yep, that sounds like and, her. Uh, and that's really it. She's citing Burisma and the Ukraine scandal. And I believe she mentions Russia and China and the Bidens enriching their family. You know, I, I talked a bit about this earlier today, and I'm not sure I'm all that interested in what in the point of it, because... A lot of people don't know this. The Democrats actually filed for impeachment of Trump several times. In December of 2017, they introduced articles of impeachment that got 58 votes. It was shot down by almost everybody, Hmm. but they really were trying to impeach Trump before he did anything. I don't see the point of this. I mean, maybe it sends a message. If you're going to accuse Trump of doing something, we'll then impeach you for the same thing. And when you strike it down, it proves the double standard. Maybe that's the reason. If it is, I just say this. Like, we know there's a double standard. It's, it's not a complicated thing. It's so, so petty. Like, it's like if a kid spits on a kid and then the other kid's like, eh, and then spits on him back. Like, come on. Didn't Jesus teach you anything? Turn the other cheek. cheek. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. You owe yeah. me a coke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so- I, don't, I don't see what, the, what, what, what it w- would really accomplish. I understand it'll feel good. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, you show them, we'll impeach you back. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, I'm looking at a chessboard, bro. And when someone like makes a move and you just copy that move, you're not really going to win. I mean, some people do play that. Well, they'll just try and copy their opponent, try and find a, a weak point or something. But in terms of like actual strategy, you want to be thinking about what they're going to be doing next and not just following behind them. It's symbolic, just like most politics. It's all a horse and pony show. Uh, but who knows? Maybe the Democrats will take it seriously. We'll impeach Biden to have the Kamala presidency which (laughs) potato potato uh uh, but uh obviously this is just you know people vying for attention vying vying for media clicks and it's getting clicks we're talking about it and uh again it's not really going to achieve anything she's gonna be on the show one day and you're gonna have to call her kamala <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, I don't right. know about that because then she might like arrest us to use to nah, use this machine labor. I think the thing is that's a problem. A lot of these people are cool in person, but we're, the system is so psychotic. I don't think Kamala is cool in person. I think I, I think most people are pretty cool. Um, no. Obviously, everyone's got their issues, but when you get them one on one, most people are pretty much. Well, the she's same. a careerist. She'll do most, anything. To most you. people. Yeah. She, she's yes. a careerist. She'll do anything. Anything. To make sure her career gets uh, progressed, and, and Luke means it because yes. everybody knows her history. Yes, Ugh, and we don't want to get you know into... you know her history. Yeah. We were not we won't. Get I know into a little bit of it. Yeah, tell me. Well, uh, she she was in her she was in a very um, affectionate relationship. It was Mayor Willie Brown, right? Yes, that's he, correct. yeah. He actually was. Uh, he actually talked about getting um, missing uh, his. But, what? But, what? <laughs> tell the kids. Family friendly. Explain show. to the children what what. Let's he did. just say. <laughs> 
there was a, a explanation of some unfamily friendly things that helped Kamala Harris, you know, move forward with her. But career. they say that she like slept her way to the top. Yes, correct. That's well, yeah. to to start, I've heard that, and I, yeah. I know that she kept people in prison in California that were just to make beyond the company their, profit. Can you tell me about that? Well, to make them fight fires for a dollar an hour. Mm. And so they, a lot of people don't realize this. Kamala Harris was accused by Tulsi Gabbard and many others of keeping people in prison um, longer than they should have been in exchange for, to, to use them for cheap labor. There's two things they don't realize. First, they weren't supposed to be released. They had parole opportunities. And Kamala Harris was like, nah, don't let them go. Why? We need people to fight fires for free. Look, if you want to tell somebody we're going to make you, you know, clean the road or, or make shoes or license plates, that's using them for cheap labor. Telling them we're going to keep you in prison and then make you risk your lives in a wildfire is slavery. Was it like confirmed that she specifically denied parole because she wanted them to stay or did she deny them parole and then it was convenient? Well, it was to further her career because as a prosecutor, if she got losses, if she got uh, her victories overturned, she didn't look as successful as she would uh, against all the other prosecutors who had more convictions than her more successful cases. And this is the kind of psychotic uh, you know, nature of American prosecutors believing that they always have to win regardless if the person who's being convicted is innocent or not innocent. That's just crazy to think of that this is incentivized uh, in a way where people really pay the ultimate price with their freedom, with their life over someone's career. And sadly, a lot of people choose career over doing the right thing. And a lot of those people are, are Dude, rewarded. It's, and it's, it's, Kamala it's, was rewarded. It's way too many people who would do it. Yeah. Way too many people. So I, I see some of the same thing where we are like, okay, it's a short term. You probably shouldn't do the short term thing just to make yourself feel good. I think that Kamala did a lot of the short term thing just to make herself get ahead. And yeah. she's like, this is how I'm going to rise to the top. Yeah. It's by lying. It's by doing Takers. Un yeah. nice Not things leavers. to what, unnice people. What did she lie about? So she, 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 what she did was she, she took horrible advantage of the, the prisoners in California. Like she took, she, she, she laughed about arresting parents yes. because they're homeless women because their kids wouldn't go to school and things like that. Yeah. She, she arrested tons of people on pot charges and then laughed about, you know, how she would smoke herself. Yeah. She, she hid evidence. She hid weed. evidence from, from people that she knew were innocent just to further her career. Yeah, so, yeah. Whoa. And then she later was like, I'm so sorry that happened. It wasn't my fault. It was a staff member. Uh, One of her that. staff members tried evidence? No, 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 no. I'm sure. Well, look, if you were to ask me, it was her. And she was proud of it up until she realized if you want to run on the Democrat ticket, and you need progressives behind you. You got to pretend to at least pander to them. You know what I mean? So she can't come out and be like, I'm all about locking up innocent people. They wouldn't vote for that. She has to pretend to be on the side of justice. Well, no one voted. Well, I guess technically they voted for her ticket now. But yeah, no one voted for her in the primary. Yeah. No, I mean, well, not no, 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 no. One, let's let's, let's be real. No, no one. N okay, not, not no one. I would say probably twenty five percent of people. Uh, only twenty five percent of those who voted actually voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Why? Because of all those sweet, beautiful votes that Biden and Kamala got. Those were actually votes against Trump. It was the media narrative. It was driving people as hard as possible. It was a tremendous effort. And my respect to the Democrats for pulling this one off of early voting and mail-in voting and these initiatives. They got passed. And you know what? A lot of Republicans actually helped them. And that was the secret. But I would say the overwhelming majority of people who cast a ballot for Biden don't care about Biden, don't like him, don't yeah. know what he wants. It was I really, I'll, like tell you, I'll tell you what's really funny. Someone asked, a journalist asked the press secretary about Joe Biden's stance on abortion. And she goes, well, um, I'll tell you, he's a devout Catholic. 
Thank you. Oh, and then everyone's like, oh, she dodged the question. She doesn't want to admit it. And I'm like, no, dude, she doesn't know the answer because Joe Biden didn't campaign on anything. He was sleeping in his basement, hoping people hated Trump enough to vote for him instead. New York was was it New Yorker? They said, uh, stay alive, Joe Biden. We just need your corp. Yeah, the Atlantic. Stay alive. Joe Biden was the name of the article. We just need your corporeal form. That's insane. They wanted Kamala Harris to be president. And Tulsi Gabbard, she fired off a nuclear bomb. Took out Kamala Harris's campaign like that. It was beautiful. It was fun. It's totally beautiful. Well, they were all bringing themselves down. Kamala went hard after Joe Biden. You know, I can't even mention what she called him. She is the, yeah. you, you can, she's the first vice president to have stated she believes, yes. <laughs> I can't say yes. it. it's funny, that she believes Joe Biden is a sexual abuser. Uh, yes. Oh. Nice. Yes. So she was nice. one of the first people to come out and say that publicly. Look, yeah. I, look, to answer yeah. your question, Eating, I met a lot of politicians. I've been around them, especially when I was confronting them, but... When you look look them in the eyes when you're around them, you feel a certain energy when you meet new people. A lot of them are really dark, empty people that, that have a very negative vibe, to say the least, when wow. you're around them. That's just eerily and, and creepy, especially individuals like Henry Kissinger. I talked to him about six times. Every time I looked him in his eyes, it's this like insane, nasty... Um, energy, you know, you talk about yeah. energy a lot. People are just energy, but but you, there is something to say about when you meet someone, you either like them or don't like them right away. When you first meet them, based off either uh, you know your subconscious, your micro expressions, or some people say something even deeper. You know, your kind of energetic uh, field that that you represent, that you are your 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 vibe, as as some people say. Yeah, like if you you can tell if someone likes themselves or hates themselves when you meet them, yeah. and it's subtle. But like if you get that dark energy, usually because they they don't like something about who they are, what they've done. And like, if those people yeah. are doing sadistic things because of the system that they're a part of, then they probably hate themselves deep down. Or like, yeah. how can you not? Yeah. How can you not knowing that there's so many people suffering because of your actions, your consequences that you could have helped? You could have literally taken people out of jail that were innocent, saved them, but you kept them in there in horrible, unspeakable, unspeakable conditions to further your career. Donald Trump could have done it. Yes, in so many different ways. Yeah, he yeah. could have pardoned a lot of people, yeah. and he didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't. I've never really had a whole lot of confidence in the system. That's why I never really bothered to vote until this uh, past few months. Donald Trump winning convinced me that voting mattered. Because I'm like, wow, they're freaking out. Voting really had an impact, you know. And then he lost. And then on his way out, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't drop the hammer, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a bummer. He but, did the opposite. He hit himself with the hammer. Yep. yep. You know, yeah. He beat Sip himself senselessly, and everyone's looking bewilderingly like, what? Why? But first, yeah. he melted the hammer into the shape of a Q, and then he hit himself with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, check this out. From modernhealthcare.com, HHS freezes rule targeting community health centers and drug discounts. Now, that title alone probably doesn't say a whole lot to you. You're probably like, Tim, what is this story? This is a story about, essentially, Joe Biden signing an executive order that reverses Trump's rules to reduce the cost of EpiPens and insulin. Long story short, it would seem that Joe Biden is trying to make insulin and EpiPens more expensive. I'd like to give a round of applause to all the leftists who want universal health care and cheap, uh, low-cost goods for your vote for Joe Biden, which results in the cost of life-saving medications going up. Do you guys remember that story about the guy who was on minimum wage or whatever, and he couldn't afford insulin? So he was like not buying enough and then he died. He was diabetic. No. And yeah. people were like, he needed 30. He, tr- he tried launching a GoFundMe to raise like 30 bucks or 50 bucks to buy insulin and he couldn't do it. And then he died. It's a horrifying story, man. So sad. 
That was like someone make, just being saying, please, man, I just need my, yeah, I need my medicine. Making me think of Martin Shkreli, that, uh, yeah, that the pharma pharmaceutical bro. Yeah. rep. Pharma bro, yeah. He and jacked he, the price up on certain drugs. Like 7,000% or something. I don't remember the number Well, exactly. there's also another viral video showing a, a young mother crying because she can't afford the medicine for her child. And a lot of people are sending this video being like, why isn't this problem being addressed? Why is, why are medical costs so high comparatively to so many other places in the world? It, it, it's insane. It, it's almost criminal in some ways. Some of it, some, some of the arguments are bad. Some of the arguments are good. Like when Trump signed the executive order saying you in Canada, you can get insulin and EpiPens for dirt. But in the U.S., they're ridiculous. They're priced so high because of this weird broken system we have. So we signed this executive. This, I, I don't know. It's uh, let me read this. Let me read this. They say HHS signed off on a rule in December, shortly before uh, Donald Trump left office. It aims to lower patients out of pocket costs by forcing community clinics to pass their drug discounts. The rule requires federally qualified health centers to give their discounts to the uninsured. It was originally slated to take effect January 22nd, but HHS delayed it until March 22nd. The Biden team could eventually withdraw the rule to prevent it from taking effect at all. So I guess they've, they've, they've put a hold on it. Trump was trying to make sure as people on the left were demanding universal health care, notably saying insulin and EpiPens. So Trump was like, I'm going to sign this saying you can get cheaper drugs. Joe Biden's like, nah, you know why? Because the pharma pharmaceutical companies are lining his pocket with gold. It's kind of weird because he was Obama was all about lowering the cost of drugs. He said that. Yeah, yeah. at least he, he did. That. He said that a lot. It seemed like that was his, with Obama with so a. The, it seemed like to me plan. that Obama said that a lot, but Trump actually cared about the people who actually had to take insulin and epinephrine. Like he actually cared about people who really, really needed this stuff from day to day. Whereas I don't. I did not get that vibe from Obama. He always, Obama always seemed to cater more to the elites. Trump always seemed to actually care about people who work day to day. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. That was really the vibe I got from Trump, even though he was like a yeah. top tier golden toilet type person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we have to understand our medical system is utterly corrupt. And yes. incentivizing it by throwing a whole bunch of government money at it is not going to solve that problem at all. It's only going to make it worse. It's a corrupt institution that takes advantage of people. I mean, I've heard horror stories of individuals going into hospitals and getting bills that, of course, will it's leave them in debt for the rest of their existence awful. and their children's existence until they say, I don't have insurance. And then their bills are lowered 10 yes. times what they were. That happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me. Yeah, yeah, it happened to you. It happened to many other people that I know as well. And I, and what kind of system do we have when literally people are preferring to take Ubers rather than ambulances? I did that because too. Ambulances know, are yeah, thousands of dollars. Absolutely. So yeah. I I was uh, I was out skating. Uh, I'm chilling, and all of a sudden I got an extreme pain, probably the worst pain I've ever felt in my abdomen. Yep. And I was like, I fell down like to my knees, like ah, oh, like it was it was it was mind blowingly painful. And so it starts to subside a little bit. And I'm like, I don't know what this could be. It could be an appendix rupture. I could be like, cause I heard when you get appendicitis, you have like the pain hits and you have very little time. So I called the cab, <clears throat> I called an Uber, uh, uh, Uber pulled up and I went to the hospital and turns out I had a kidney stone. It's extremely painful. And it's when, what people don't realize too, cause they watch too many movies. It's traveling from your kidney through your ureter. So it's like an internal organ thing from your kidney. Yeah. And that's why it hurts. So I went to the hospital. They didn't know what was wrong. They gave me a ridiculous amount of drugs. And then I, it, it's the, it, it stays for a while. Like I had to go back, uh, you know, several days later because because it started, I started getting hit by the pain again. And this time they figured it out. Uh, I ended up getting a bunch of crazy drugs. And then I got the bill in the mail 
and it was I think it was like 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 twenty five thousand dollars. Oh my four, god! Four, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, some ridiculously high number. And so I called them and I was like, "This can't be right." It was like an overnight stay in the hospital on a prescription, no, and then I had another overnight stay. And they were like, "No, the the bill is correct and everything. You know, just give us your insurance." And I was like, "I don't have insurance because it was the week I had just left Vice and before I joined Fusion." Where I lost for like four days insurance. Of <laughs> and they went, oh, one second. Let us send you the updated bill. And it was like 3700 So they were like, oh, you don't have insurance? Then we're not going to extort your insurance company. Mm-hmm. And yep. Or they, they, they do these deals. But I, I will say, with respect to Fusion, uh, when I told them what happened, they agreed. You know, They were like, don't worry, man. We'll take care of you. We don't want you to be put out. So they covered the cost for me. Well, that's cool. That was cool of them. Shout yeah, out to respect. Fusion. I mean, while they Who existed. Who runs that company? Who ran it? Gone. Who ran it while you were the there? Univision guys. Do you know the name of like the? I'm the not going to name any. I mean, name, name Sounds like cool dudes. I know you had a the, tumultuous the, the, time there. The, it was the uh, uh, president of the company. Cool man. The, the president, and the CEO. Gotta I let him know. Take care of like, your employees. I was like, yeah. you know, look, I just left Vice and I had insurance, and these four days before I started with you guys, I'm apparently not covered. I didn't realize this. I thought it was going to transfer over, and they're like, no, 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 you don't worry any at, at all. We we got it. We'll take I, care of you. Yeah. Anything I need to do, I literally go to Mexico, and they have better service, way better prices. Uh, and, and they take yeah. care of you. I mean, I had dental work done in the United States. I had it done in Croatia, Colombia, Poland, way better service, one-tenth of the cost. Uh, and just every, I mean, I remember being in, in Colombia, literally. Uh, I don't know if I should get into some of the details here. Uh, but Getting frog venom injected into your scars. Oh, that, was, that was good. Mexico. That was Mexico. Was that that the, was the um, Potslan. That was when I did Combo on yeah, my combo. YouTube channel. Gosh. And if you want to see me puke and do other stuff that are pretty interesting, check out Combo. What was we that like? Change. What was that like? It was intense and it was absolutely crazy. And yes, you could see that type of stuff on my channel. But and, and in Colombia, they literally had these huge massage chairs, right? They had a neck pillow. They had collagen lip masks. They had this desensitizer that they they put in your mouth to to numb your mouth before they they, they do any work that you didn't even feel the needle. It was this like new vibration technology that that they like, I was like, okay, we're going to numb you now. They did it. I'm like, when are you going to, when are you going to numb me? And then they're like, we already did. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is insane. They had a huge television, not you know on the side, but like literally right in you. the ceiling. They gave me a remote. They gave me these proper <laughs> headphones. They had the most beautiful, gorgeous nurses you could oh, ever imagine. Walking in like, oh, hey, senor, can we help you? Oh, you want something to drink? Whatever you want. They had an open <laughs> bar. And, and then one-tenth of the cost with work that was absolutely beautifully done um, in, in places like Colombia. So is that is that free market or is that universal system? That's um that was you know I paid for it. Yeah. Um I I, I forgot exactly the exact system that they have there because I, I've been doing medical tourism for a Lefty, number of reasons. Lefty's telling me place. everybody's got universal health care. So hmm. well, how about that? Is there like insurance companies that will cover you no matter where you go in the world? Hmm. Well, if it's urgent, yes. But a lot of insurance companies are, are scams. So, I mean, whether it's, you know, the the extra insurance you get, there's always little provisions, there, there's always little things, and there's always surprises that kind of catch you. Lydia, you look like you have something to yeah, say. Yeah, so I worked in a hospital for a while, and I really started to think. So the first thing that Luke told me when I told him that I was sick, he's like, we're going to go to Mexico. And I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, that's actually a thing. And I was like, oh, maybe so, because yep. the U.S. healthcare system I know is an absolute sham. You're yep. absolutely correct. Yep. And I do think that the American uh, health insurance system really is a scam too because they're a little bit like the American college system in that they jack up their prices to meet what the insurance company will pay. 
That's a problem because yeah. the insurance company will pay whatever they ask. Exactly. Basically. So and then my insurance, I, I had insurance right. and, and they wouldn't cover any of my dental work. And I'm like, what do you do with that? The Why am I paying for insurance? You're not even going to cover my work. Literally so happy Dude. in Colombia. Uh, beautiful country. Uh, and an and interesting fact about Colombia, they actually have this, the, the same record amount of cocaine production like they did in the 80s, but with huge <laughs> dramatic reductions of violence. So they're trying to make it tourist friendly. Uh, and uh, and this is where we make the cocaine. <laughs> yes. cocaine. I hear amazing things about so Colombia. record cocaine production and, and the most increased of in, increased amount of peace that has uh, that that Colombia has had in a very long time. So a lot of amazing history. I know uh, a very beautiful place. I know tons of people. Yeah, they, like I know people from the suburbs of Chicago who are like middle class, and you know, be like, yo, what up? And like, oh, I'm going to Mexico for vacation. Oh no, I'm getting dental work done. Yeah, oh. mm. I, I I know too many people that tell me that because they're like, the amount of money it costs you to fly there, mm-hmm. and then the amount for the dental work is cheaper than yeah. going to a dentist in America. Yep, see it. Sounds like bad American business. Mm. Sounds like they're outsourcing jobs, and you know maybe that's that's free trade, and we gotta. So it's connected <laughs> to like the the education industry that charges insane rates for a person to go become a dentist. They got to spend six to eight years or whatever, go to medical school, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. For whether that's even questionable, whether you actually need all that schooling or if you just need the real world ability to do it. Um, I, I got I got a wisdom tooth pulled by this dude who I, didn't seem like he knew what he was doing. Oh jeez! Anybody probably went to school. <laughs> well, he and just still like, didn't really know. He's what he was like doing. that one's in there. And he took a chisel and he's like whack. So yeah, you can go to school and just kind of breeze your way through and still not know what you're doing. So it's weird that all you need is a piece of paper and then you you can officially become a doctor. Um, obviously you got to have a real ability, but. You know, doctors aren't, they don't study health and fitness necessarily. They just study medicine. Um, so and, if you're a DO, a doctor of osteopath, you, you study everything that somebody needs to actually like be healthy. If you're an MD, you study only the things that are wrong with people, which I could understand being an issue because people complain about only seeing the things that are wrong with people. So I think your question might be with DOs or with MDs. It's. It's such a massive overhaul of the system that we need to do. If we yeah. want to make the yep. medical industry not and, charge and a million dollars to the insurance agency, which is it's it not has so these, easy. these kids by the by the balls who yeah. are like de- dentists and doctors. It's, a mess. it's not it's not so easy though, because no, it's not you got all. millions of jobs tied into that. Right. And yeah. overhauling that would mean terminating it's like those par- jobs. A lot of parasitic jobs, but it's still jobs. Right. Yep. People gotta feed their That's so weird. So they're like, sorry, we it's it's already well, listen, there. Listen. Sorry it's damaging you. What are we gonna do? You know, I, I guess the challenge is uh, ignorance and ideology. If you can go and look at how good the system works in a different country, and then, you know, a, a lot of people on the left will try to extrapolate data and say, look, we could do it here when the populations are dramatically different and the resource availability is very different. So it, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's hard to figure out how we actually fix this broken system. A lot of people say, let the free market decide and it would solve everything. The left disagrees and they think you've got to have hard regulation. So... We already have hard regulations. No, no, no. Well, so, so <laughs> what they think is you've got a mix, an amalgam of private and regulation mashed together in a weird way that doesn't work properly. And I think that's true. Like trying to have a private health insurance system, but regulated to the point where it doesn't function properly just gives us a broken system. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, pick one. I don't care. I you know what I mean? Pick one and then we'll start there yeah, and try and fix it. That's what's happening in the U.S. because we have like a lot of different components. We're not fully socialized. We're f- not fully capitalistic. It's just a mess and it's a huge problem for everyone who has to use it, which is like literally everyone. You have to like go to the doctor at some point. You have to go to the ER at some point. And every time it's like a huge bill on you and it's like, 
what what a mess between the insurance company and the actual hospital. Yeah, get a checkup, check your blood well, levels. Yeah, you know? I'd li- I'd like. So we, we we started this segment talking about Joe Biden and he was rescinding this. Uh, here, here, here's the tweet. Mary Vaught says Biden reversed Trump's executive order to reduce pricing for insulin and epinephrine. Democrats want higher insulin prices from Bloomberg government. Well, you get what you get when you vote for Joe Biden. But my friends, there's also another story we have where we can talk about what you get when you vote for the likes of Bernie Sanders or not so much Bernie, but those who would push policies like Bernie. Take a look at this here image. Why we got good old Bernie Sanders and he's he's sitting he's sitting in a little chair and he's got these big old mittens on. And this this photo became a very viral meme. It is Bernie Sanders at the inauguration. He's kind of just like, it was over with. And a lot of people mentioned those mittens were just so awesome. Oh my god, amazing mittens, right? Right, Ian. You saw yeah, the they mittens? were they were beautiful, beautiful they mittens. Were what if what, what if I were to tell you that you will never be able to get those mittens? <gasps> you fascist. No, <laughs> socialist. You know why? Why? The woman who made those mittens went out of business because the taxes were too high and it destroyed her business. Wow. Ironic. Yeah. What? Yep. So the story ironic. from the Federalist. Woman behind Bernie Sanders' iconic mittens quit making them because high taxes killed her business. How ironic. Yep. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. It's like a fire truck on fire. Yep. The guy who advocates for higher taxes is wearing the mittens of someone who can't make them anymore because taxes destroyed her business. I'd like to give a round of applause again. You know, look, there's there's an appropriate middle ground. There's negotiations and there's there's a way to move forward. But I think we see too much on the left is zealotry. Zealotry in the sense where it's like, we didn't plan this. We don't know what the results will be, but we really believe it to be true. So we're going to do it anyway. And so then you get this. Federalist says the Vermont school teacher who made Bernie Sanders mittens featured in the most recent viral meme said she had to stop making them after the federal government taxed her too much. People have been contacting me thinking they can get mittens. And actually, they can't. I don't have any more. I don't have much of a mitten business anymore because it really wasn't worth it. Aww. Jen Ellis explained to Slate. Independent crafters get really taken for a ride by the federal government. We get taxed to the nth degree, and it really it wasn't really worth it pursuing that as a business, even as a side hustle. Oh man! Wow. Oh wow! Not even Talk as a about side hustle. a punch in the gut. Seriously. You know we've we've talked about it a lot. A lot of conservatives do. Free market capitalist types. If you tax people too much, there's no incentive to actually do anything. Why do it? Yep. What do you get? I'm kind of I kind of live that life, man. I'm just skating right now because I don't want to deal with it. The taxes? Yeah. The whole system is so annoying. They just want to take, 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 regulate this, regulate that. Like the paperwork. I mean, I guess you will hire someone else to do that stuff for you, yeah. which is great. I guess if you get to that point, maybe, but you still got to pay attention. If someone's handling your finances, it's their finances. So you still have to maintain your finances. Yep. That's a good lesson that Kanye West talks about. He's his own C, uh, COO or CFO. Cool. Well, yeah, you get- well, many people make the argument that taxes are, are all about controlling and keeping people in line. And how can you not believe that when the government literally prints money? But yet we're still supposed to be given a portion of our income if we could still magically earn it. If 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 immigration didn't take it, if overseas visas didn't take it, we somehow magically are able to sustain for ourselves. And, and we still have to give a huge cut to the government that that is going to spend it on most likely war. I mean, <laughs> I, like, are you kidding me? You see, uh, look, look, when we talk about taxes, the left and the left and the right usually have the wrong conversation. I love the who will build the roads conversation with libertarians, right? 
So a lot of people on the left, when talking with ANCAPs and libertarians, say, but, but, but who will pay for the roads? And then you actually get an argument. And the libertarians will say, it's going to be a private company who maintains the roads, and maybe there will be a toll. And I'm sitting there going like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Let me, let me ask you the real question. Who's going to bomb the kids? Who's going who's gonna to blow the kids up? Oh, guess what? Nobody. Because there's no incentive in any market to do it. I'm not a laissez-faire capitalist, mind you, Okay. You know, I, I think there's problems with <clears throat> overgrowth of monopolies and monopolistic power. And I, I know a lot of people in the super chats often disagree. But I will tell you one thing. The question should be not who will build the roads. I'll tell you this. I will take no road. You can give me dirt. I will crawl through rocks if it means we're not paying for the blowing up of people in foreign countries, which I don't like. Yeah, I'll gladly take an off-road vehicle if it means not having roads, if we're not going to be bombing the crap out of the Middle East and sending troops all over the entire world and threatening huge geopolitical conflicts with other world powers. Yes, I'll gladly do that in a heartbeat. And people need to understand that Michael Bloomberg, another kind of, uh, you know, Scrooge-like individual, has has <laughs> made charitable. arguments that, that taxes and regulations are necessary for control of, of the populations in order to keep them in line. Lydia, you have That's something? Right. Yeah. So do you guys remember when Domino's Pizza decided to fix the potholes in the roads so yeah. to deliver their pizzas better? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a private company. Yeah. Who will build the roads? Domino's Pizza will. What? No, they won't. They did. They They literally did. There was even an an adult website that paved uh, the roads in the Northeast after a major snowstorm because the government was having troubles doing it. That's cool. So, you know, there's there's a lot of stories of of people coming to each other's needs, helping each other out without the involvement of a middleman. When you have a middleman, that's when you have government. When you have people solving each other's problems, working... uh, with each other, bartering, trading. That's called anarchy. And we have a lot of anarchy that no one really wants to kind of admit. You know what really bothers me too? You know the government's not even really that good at blowing up kids? (laughs) Private security (laughs) forces are way better at killing (laughs) civilians. Well, they spend a lot of money on it, uh, especially when you look at the coffers, when you look at the budgets, when you see the trillions of dollars missing in the Pentagon, you're like, wait, wait, where did this money go? These other guys have flip-flops. These other guys have literal literal uh, cloth on that's not even made as as proper clothing and and you're and they, they, if they're lucky they have an AK but but we have to send hundreds of thousands of dollars at one missile to blow them up why somewhere thousands of thousands of miles away from us why this doesn't make any sense. So I think this is a classic case of when you give people money, they will rise to meet whatever you will give them. Because yeah. I found this to be the case with military budgeting. So with the planes and stuff, they're like, well, we won't charge as much unless they'll pay this much. Yeah. Like Donald Trump found that the plane uh, makers would make planes for like one half the cost. They're like, well, we were just making planes because this is what they would give us. I'm like... That's capitalism for you. But at the same time, it's like if the government <laughs> subsidizes it, that's an issue. That's not capitalism. Right. When you have like yeah, socialism. I, yeah. When the government says we're going to be. Listen, you should think about money in terms of buying power and access to resources and not, you know, people think about money. Think about a number, a hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, thousand dollars. No, no, no. Think about what you can get for it. If you make 15 bucks an hour, I don't care. I don't I, I, I don't care. Listen. Right now, you got all these lefties saying we should get $15 an hour living wage. Okay, so here's what the government's done. You will get your raise. Quick print money to to reduce their buying power so they don't actually get anything. If you can only buy, you know, let's say $15 buys you a pair of blue jeans and then they give you a raise of $15 an hour, but then increase the cost of blue jeans to 30 bucks. You didn't get a raise. You just think you did. And that's a brilliant way to keep people 
dumb and happy. Yeah. Well, I got a big raise. Well, there's a reason a lot of the top billionaires call for more taxes and more regulations because it kills and squeezes out their competitors. Anyone who's willing to compete against them, anyone who could defeat them, anyone who could overcome them is is burdened with all these other things that they have to deal with when these guys could just skate right through it. It's no issue for them. It's not a problem for them, but everyone else is going to be struggling. There's a, there's a picture of this pool and it's showing a little small business and it's showing an adult in there. The adult is Amazon. It's all these other top big companies. And then the little kids are are small businesses and it's a pool and they're drowning in it and the water yep. are, are regulations taxes. and taxes. Yep. So that's essentially what's happening now. And sadly, this poor lady, I mean, those mittens look look pretty they're cool. Yeah. They, they look really nice. But but sadly, people are going to have to go to Amazon to get their Chinese-made mittens by the Uyghur Muslim population, most likely, according to my own personal opinion. Uh, you ever, <laughs> you ever see incentivized. Those, you ever see those things where like someone will buy a, a, a box of like, I don't know, combs and they open it as a note saying, I'm trapped in a factory in China. Please save yeah. me. I have not seen no. that yeah you've no. never seen those before oh yeah because people working in the factories are essentially slaves and they'll write yeah. like That's please terrible. save us and they'll put it in the box hoping somebody gets it there's yeah. news stories with pictures yeah. of that stuff yeah. but the yeah, current dude. system that we're living on leaves us no choice but to go to amazon because there's no other place to potentially buy mittens made by the average person the average human being the average entrepreneur that is trying to make their way uh in this really complex really hard economically hit united it's States. so funny because i could make mittens and give them to you but if i yeah. make mittens and sell them to you government's like hey I'll we want we want 35 percent of that yeah, of that. yeah. yeah. And on top of that, sales tax yep. <laughs> in yep. certain states. I mean, are, are you kidding me? You ready for this? Oh From Vox.com. You buy a purse at Walmart. There's a note inside from a Chinese prisoner. Now what? You were right, Luke. Wow. You, you said, what did you, what, what story? You said Amazon, though. Oh, yeah. It's Amazon, Uyghur Muslims. Walmart. Yep. And it was Chinese prisoners. Oh, Tracing a mysterious message across the world to understand how what we buy is made. They say... When Crystal Wallace found a piece of paper folded up at the bottom of her purse in March 2017, she threw it in the trash. She hadn't yet used the maroon bag made by Walmart and purchased from one of its Arizona stores a month months ago. But after a few minutes, she got curious. She took the paper out of the wastebasket, unfolding the sheet to reveal a message scrawled in Mandarin Chinese. Translated, it read, Inmates in China's Yingshang prison work 14 hours a day and are not allowed to rest at noon. We have to work overtime until midnight. People are beaten for not finishing their work. There's no salt and oil in our meal in our meals. The boss pays 2001 every month for the prison to offer better food. But the food is all consumed by the prison guards. Sick in inmates have to pay their own uh, pill, uh, pill, pay for their own pills. Prisoners in China cannot be compared to prisoners in the United States. Horse, cow, goat, pig, dog. Crystal's daughter-in-law, Loris Wallace, posted a photo of the note to Facebook on April 23rd. The post first went viral locally, getting shared and liked several hundred times, mostly by fellow Arizonans. After a few days, local media picked it up, and the story eventually goes viral. It's today, Huffington Post, etc. One video report on the incident accumulated 2.9 million views. Yeah. So there you go. How else do you think these items are so cheap? Why do you think they're so cheap? <laughs> like, what, like, it's just crazy and mind-boggling to understand how this entire system works, how it's incentivized, and yet we turn a blind eye to it and totally Luke, ignore it. But Luke... You you have these wonderful shoes and these pants and all these clothes and the goods. We're all hypocrites. They're made by slaves. We don't want Most to think of about them. 
Yes. I think I think I will try a lot harder to make sure the stuff I'm getting made is being made fair trade. Yeah, I'm like wondering that, you know? about the Teespring, who their third party is that they mentioned. Teespring, it's yeah. a, it's American. It is. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 actually printed a shirt and showed me like in real time. So they have their own you know manufacturing, but the shirts themselves may come from overseas. Oh, I've heard that argument over and over again about sweatshops where these industrialists are, industrialists are like. Well, they make a quarter an hour, but they'd be making a dime an hour if they were, you know, working on a farm. So it's a good job for them. I'm like, yeah, but you're also taking jobs away from Americans and extracting our economy. So you know what happens with all of this trade and like what's going on with these slaves? The cheap labor means that when you have 10 bucks and you buy that product, almost all of it goes to some ultra wealthy billionaire type. A tiny fraction goes to the Chinese government, of which they use it to barely sustain the lives of these prisoners. Your money is being siphoned away by the ultra wealthy who then lobby for laws to make sure you don't ever compete with them. So what you're saying yeah. is that they're inst- extracting from you to prop up this cobweb and matchstick yeah. government or like economy yeah. in China. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah you I know like what? That. What Maybe maybe there needs to be some kind of like call to action for regular people. Something like, I don't know, what would represent this? Like, like not the, the managers or the bosses, but maybe like the working people, like the workers. Huh. And maybe maybe everyone around the world should come together and like we could come up with a slogan. Maybe like workers of the world unite. <laughs> how like how about that? <laughs> I'm kidding. I think I heard by that the way, somewhere. <laughs> where did Sounds I hear familiar, that from? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's it's really it's really is a shame that workers of the world united associate with communism though. Yeah. That's Should Lenin's thing. Is that was, was that one of his rallying so, calls? Yeah. It's a communism thing. It's like yeah. workers of the world unite. Yeah, there it's, definitely needs to be more collective bargaining. There's definitely not enough uh, about uh, you know with that. I mean, we hear horror, horror stories not just in China but also local uh, factories in in uh, the United States when it comes to Amazon warehouses. Halt, sir. We need more decentralization. Yeah. We shouldn't have these massive monopolies like Amazon controlling everything. Yeah, we should unite, but it's just how you unite is the no, key. It, no, I disagree. We should decentralize. Maybe. If we we, should, a unified decentralization is, sounds pretty legit. Yeah, if, if, we, if we didn't have Amazon, Walmart, Target, and these big box stores being allowed to stay open because the government is propping them up while shutting down small businesses, you know, if we had small mom and pop shops that were all over the place... That's that. That's the kind of decentralization we need. Instead, they're centralizing everything. It's only a matter of time before Amazon yeah. does everything, and literally everything. Yeah, yeah, and they're lecturing us about social justice and and LGBTQ issues and about what's Dude, what's. The yeah, Dude, what's, there's so right. many. Yes. We, we got to start making skits because I have some really great ideas of like just like an ultra wealthy guy counting hundred dollar bills and then he looks at he looks at like the coal miner and goes. Huh racist and starts counting his money again <laughs> we gotta get ryan long and tim Dillon on and Let's then yeah. bring them here for a weekend and then just do a crap ton of skits right in front so of the green fun. screen yes. okay. i'm gonna mess up let's, let's mess you ever, you ever, yeah. you ever see the, the comic where there's like a middle class guy with a few cookies and then there's an ultra rich guy with a huge plate of cookies and he's yelling and pointing at the poor guy with no cookie yeah and the middle class guy's looking angry at the poor guy and i'm like you could make the exact same comic if you change the races of the people who are looking at each other, because all they've done is once they realize people, pe- workers of the world were actually kind of uniting, not in a communistic way, but against the establishment. This was Occupy Wall Street. So they threw in identity politics to make everybody fight each other. And it works yep. so perfectly. And they started obsessing about it on the mainstream media and in the culture. And they started pushing this narrative and everyone followed and everyone got their little talking points and they repeated them. 
perfectly. And it and as you said, I, it, it worked. But I think there's also an element pushing it through the algorithms to make it seem like it works more effectively than we than we uh, realize. So I think there's also the gaming of perception that is happening that is also an important aspect to understand here because when we're looking at the timelines and when we're looking at the algorithms, it's usually the most radicalist, the most craziest, the most insane stuff highlighted to us. And that's the perception that people get of other leftists or other people on the right. And right. I think that also is uh, based on an illusion that is perpetrated that wants you to believe those things because it pushes that agenda and drives you further into those kind of uh, take, ideologies. Take a look at the story about the people in Germany being put in either refugee camps or in detention yeah. in hospitals. And they're, they're, you know, so, some of the people, uh, you know, some of our friends were saying that their lefty friends couldn't find any of those stories. And so I have, I've actually encountered this, and maybe you guys listening have as well. They're, they're, I have a ton of friends who are very, very, very lefty, some social justice warriors, we argue all the time, but, you know, we've been friends for a lot longer than the culture wars existed. So we kind of just, you know, move on with our lives. But there have been times where I've been like, wow, did you hear about X? And they'll say, that's not true. And I'll say, Google it. And they'll be like, there's nothing here. Mm -hmm. And they'll try and Google it. They don't see anything because yeah. of the algorithmic feeding of information. Crazy. So I have to send them a link and then finally, like, push that story into their bubble. And then Google will start algorithmically feeding it. Facebook will start. But it's probably true that, like, if you go to r slash politics on Reddit, it is all left-wing agenda. There's, there, it's like Donald Trump is bad. Bernie Sanders is good. Oh, if you go on Reddit, it's like, it's remarkable how er, early on in, in, you know, 2015, 16, Donald Trump posts, pro Trump posts were dominating Reddit. Mm. Now it's AOC posts. Like she's literally the same thing as Donald Trump. And cats. their politics are different. Cats, yes. uh, no, it's no, you'll see more AOC posts than cat posts. I'm not kidding. In fact, when I go to r slash all, no algorithm, it's just all the posts. There will be like two or three posts. There's like, there's r slash AOC. There's r slash murdered by AOC. Then there's like r slash our president and progressive. And it's always a tweet from AOC going like, Republicans are trash. They're yep. so trash. I'm so smart. Things yep. like that. Tim, 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 I'm sure this is because the only people in the world are leftists who all agree with AOC. I'm <laughs> it's true. sure this top, is the case. Top post on Reddit. Reddit.com. Hot popular. What brings the worst out in people? That's a question. It's just the most popular thing on Reddit right now. They yeah. want to talk about that stuff. That's fine. Well, the worst. What's the worst? Think well, of getting negative. Well, I remember last time it was Charlie Kirk is a white supremacist. And I don't even like Charlie Kirk, but I think calling him that is extremely disingenuous That's and fake true. and yeah. extremely hyperbolic and sensational. That leads to the destruction of our language and from any rational political discourse. And I remember a long time ago when Reddit was this free-flowing, amazing place and you would get really interesting wonders and interesting creations and now is just more and more political just like everything so like like can we not just be political all the time can we stop that youtube uh you know can you just focus on maybe creating a, a, a video platform rather than playing politics let same me, could be said for music let me, let me, for art it's just like I'm gonna do, I, so I, I pulled up reddit i'm on r slash all all posts uh-huh first post nothing to do with politics what is Set, it it's a, a freezer full of mold. Oh, good. Or something. <laughs> Second the post. The real things that matter. No politics. Third post. No politics. Fourth post. You're giving me hope. Three-act MAGA tragedy. And it's a woman complaining about Trump. Mm. Fifth post. Joe Biden's executive order is going to help unemployment and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Pro-Biden. Political. So that's four and five political. And these are by upvotes? Like yeah, the like the most way. upvoted. Then we have another uh, another post. So number number six is not political. Seven is not political. Number eight. 
Biden press secretary Jen Psaki is not playing. When asked why Biden wasn't prioritizing rep- Republican issues in the name of unity, she said, is it unemployment insurance not a Republican priority? Are schools opening safely not a Republican priority? Oh, smack. Oh, snap. It's moderated, then, the right? The next post, pro Bernie Sanders meme. The next post is not political, not political, and not political, and then not political. So there we go. We the like next four post. Four of ten, right? The next post, political. The next po- post is arguing against unity. The next post is political. It's all it's pro-democrat. like a third. It was like a third. I should, I should say pro-democrat. So oh, yeah. are they mo- they're moderating that, right? Like the moderators will go in and up. well, they they, they banned uh, the Donald because the Donald was too popular. Mm. So I would say, what do we have? What do we have now? About 50 percent have been pro-democrat. Here's another one. Not, not the 35. onion. Capital riders express regret after not getting pardoned. The next post is anti-Donald Trump, pro Hunter Biden. It's it's just nonstop. It's just nonstop. Every other every other post is just pro Democrat. Political. The time Ted Cruz got bamboozled. Come Texas on. deserves better. Says a yep. woman. Oh, it's endless. Yeah, endless. It's reality TV. Well, it used to no, be it's about all pro Democrat. People yeah. getting in there talking about politics is reality TV. It's like the modern day. Well, it used to be about TV. comedy. It used to be about creation. It used to be about art. It used to be about just wonders that you wouldn't find anywhere. Travel photos and interesting facts that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Useful tips. And now it's just cultism. It, 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 it denigrated to cultism, as you say. And it's Listen, just, it's, it's sad. If you want to go to a forum dedicated to Donald Trump, I wouldn't call that cultism. If you want to go to a forum dedicated to AOC, I wouldn't call that cultism. If the entirety of the website is dominated by people just mindlessly upvoting the same pro-Democrat stuff, now you're getting yourself some kind of problem. To be fair, it's probably paid companies. Democratic organizations probably hire people to AstroTurf and Sock Puppet on Reddit to make people think that it's pro-Democrat. And then what they do is they lobby Reddit to ban conservatives, which they've done over and over and over again. So there you go. Welcome to the to the new era. So when they do this, can you blame conservatives for really wanting there to be a space where people just agree with them for a change? I Not really even about agreeing with them, a place where they won't get banned for yeah, saying exactly. something. Like, I don't know. Well, parlor has gone. No. They got they got um, exploded. Yeah, I don't want to do the identity politics stuff anymore. I want neutral platforms. I think it's, it's not going to happen. Man. I just want a Reddit that used to be Reddit, you know? Yeah. Like, I want a YouTube that was just YouTube and just focused on helping people create videos, helping well, people express themselves. And, and they don't do that well, anymore. The, prob- the problem is you now have communities.win, which is a bunch of different, you know, exiled communities. You had vote for a while when Reddit started banning a bunch of, you know, uh, different types of like, I think fat people hate got banned and it was where people just rag on fat people all oh. day. So they got banned and then vote was very similar to Reddit. And then they had their own, you know, thing. And then the OAT vote. Yeah, yeah. But then vote got dominated by a bunch of the exiled alt-right types. Yeah. And so then the media attacked them. Now you that, now you have communities that win. That win is interesting because they're like individual websites, just like somewhat networked. It's an open source code, I believe. I think the solution is going to have to be something like the Fediverse, a decentralized social media network. Yeah, because you're always going to have moderators that have political agendas. And even no matter how famous your company is, you'll eventually one day sell it. And then some new moderators with new agendas will have it. Or just stop editorializing. Have have a code of conduct, right? Have have a basic set of rules that are based on the laws. And if someone breaks a law, let the law handle it. Or you could personally handle it. But when you editorialize something, you, you bastardize it, you manipulate it. And this is why live streams were so popular. Uh, back in the day, especially when we were doing political live streams, it was unedited. It was live. 
We didn't uh, make sure people saw certain stuff and didn't see certain stuff. Everything was shown as is. It was yeah. real life, and people love that. They enjoyed that. I still, I still remember yeah. when, uh, when when we met at Occupy Wall Street. You know, I was this very famous and prominent streamer, and Luke was 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 was, was uh, walking through I the park. I met you up before, and, coming, and, yeah. and yeah. then and then I saw Luke, and I said, "Luke was huge." And then by I the saw way. Luke, and I said, "Hey, kid." catch and i threw him a phone and he went oh gee thanks mean joe tim what happened and then luke started streaming and that was just how That's it started story. i'm kidding luke had a really big channel i was some random guy you then, you you never produced a video when i met you that's not true i had several well, youtube well, channels well you never were into politics right, they were news when i met you yeah you were doing I, I, like you're doing skateboarding but you were never into politics and you're like what am i doing and then well, hold on hold on yeah. i have been in politics my whole life I wasn't producing videos of politics. I was producing videos of skateboarding. No one, but no one knew who the beanie man was. There was a reason why I went to Occupy Wall Street because I was paying attention. Had you no. beanied up at Occupy? Of course. Yeah, yeah always. And uh, I got featured in a El Salvadorian magazine, I think, Ooh. with like the first coverage because they saw Fancy. me working and they're like, who's this guy? And I started live streaming through mobile. It was very, very, you know, preliminary. And it was like, what was it? 144p. The yeah. streams were like just totally yeah. grainy yeah. garbage. Yeah. And then uh, I met Luke. Luke had, uh, he had a huge channel, 50,000 subscribers. And when I met Luke, he was like, dude, I got 50,000 subscribers. I was like, whoa, like this channel's huge. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> we were arguing and uh, we were at some debate forum. And uh, for then I was like, I like the arguments you're making here. And we just kind of like stuck so around each other. So I met some lady was like, you should meet this guy. I know he's got 50,000 subscribers. Yeah. Who is that lady? I don't remember. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to that lady. Yeah. Um, was it We Are Change? Yeah. Were you yeah, streaming we through YouTube or uh, I wasn't Ustream? Didn't have it. I was, I was, yeah, YouTube didn't have it. It was Ustream. Ustream. And I remember still making YouTube videos at the time with the big DSLR, having to run home, having to put oh, in the, yeah, the SD card. I remember during the raid of Occupy Wall Street, I was inside. Oh, you stayed that and, night. And, and I tried to go live, but there was some kind of interference. Wow. There was something going on. They Too many brought people. Out, well, that and, and also everyone was kicked out of there and they brought in these like weird, uh, you know, trucks and these I weird satellites. And I was inside, and I, I didn't have a signal. Away from you. As soon as I was kicked out, no, I was inside because they set up a perimeter. I know. And like fifty, you were outside the perimeter, like I was fifty inside. feet away, bro. Yeah, I'm saying your cell phone should have worked. But you think it they didn't. created like a zone of, yeah. of dead space it didn't. or something? And people were getting the crap beat out of them. Uh, the police officers literally brought in um, these huge tools, and they were they were cutting the 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 metal that people were tied to on the inside. People were just getting clubbed left and right. People were getting just thrown around, shoved around wildly. And I remember like, why can't I film this wow. uh, live? And I remember doing the DSLR footage. Uh, Josh Gordon-Levitt was actually there. I interviewed him right at, right outside of the thing. I was able to escape the police. The actor? Yes. Joseph? Yes, yes. And okay. I met Joe. Joseph, uh, you know, yeah, Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Interviewed cool. him. I saw Tim. Tim was live streaming. And then I'm like, I got to go home to edit this video because my cell phone camera, uh, uh, my cell phone died uh, mysteriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember six o'clock in the morning, I'm editing. And then Tim pulls live with like three million viewers uh, for concurrently. 20, 22 hours. For 22 stop. hours. And I'm like, I, I made the wrong decision here. <laughs> and, and, uh, I, you know, and then you had people literally coming to you, bringing you batteries. And food. And food. I was, I was awake. Yeah. I, I was awake for, I, I didn't go to sleep. I was up for over 22 hours streaming, and there was a point where I was live streaming, and I couldn't open my hand, because I was holding was an umbrella. That, was yeah. that your big break? 
Like, is that the moment that you exploded onto the mainstream? Kind world? of. I would say 100%. I, would, I mean, we're no, talking about no. millions. Y- your feed was yeah. on all the mainstream media channels. Two, two, like 250 million views. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But That's it was a blip. Sweet. It went up and right back down. Yeah, that was the night. And I had a bunch mm. of these flavor of the month offers where they were like, write a book, join this TV show. And I basically was like, nah, nah, nah. Give me guarantees. Give me guarantees. Now this news, the famous, you know, lefty, they tried hiring me as their like third person as like their main first correspondent or whatever. And I was like, nah. Because what I wanted to do was I wanted to run my own thing and slowly build up a proof of, of, of a career. Everybody saw that massive spike and they knew they could latch on to what I had done for yeah. some instant PR. And I told them to go F off. And then a year later, I went to Vice and said, hey, look, I'm still working. It's still wor- I'm still working. What I'm doing is still working. We've gotten way more press. And they said, I like, the, I like, I like how that sounds. Google wanted me to do stuff on YouTube. They wanted me to, to like create this methodology and this technology and so when Vice found out and they found out I wanted to work for them, then they were like, hey, Google, you know that guy you were trying to get? We hired him. What are you going to give us? <laughs> and then Google was like, okay, let us know what you want. And then I worked for Vice for a while. And then I went to work for Disney. And then uh, you know, here we are. Do you guys remember at Occupy a couple nights before they raided the park? Um, well, it might have been a week before. Bank of America just all of a sudden decided to start doing street work. <laughs> street construction right outside the park. Across the that. street. From, you know, Bank of America is right across the street from Zuccotti. Yeah. Um, you mean You mean Chase? I thought it was Bank of America. Uh, right before, uh, r- like right after Occupy started, Chase did lobby construction and barricaded off the entire plaza. They started doing street construction, yeah. like drills well, and yeah. like jackhammers. Harriman was also out there as well, and and they were just noise. They were trying to get people to leave the park because of the noise. I don't remember. It was that. insidious. I remember that the police would p- park their cars next to the park at like three in the morning, and then just go bam, bam, and then flash their lights onto people. And then it was, it was like, a, uh, I think that what they were trying to do was like, it's like, it's, it's a form of torture. Yeah. The well, goal was to sleep deprive people and trick and, and like, not trick them, but like force up. them into leaving. I yeah, think they, they got- there was Officer Lombardo who literally was in, was at, at a, a guard at Gitmo, literally there, wow. three o'clock Jeez. in the morning, kicking people, putting <laughs> flashlights in their face, uh, just waking up random people. And I remember filming him and he had this like huge obsession with me. Uh, where he literally followed me everywhere I went. So I went on like a uh, like a ten block walk, and he just started walking like like right beside me, just looking me. at me. Uh, well, we, so there know. was hipster cop. Remember hipster cop? I remember hipster cop. So uh, I remember he was like Tim, and he walked over and shook my hand. He's like, yeah. "I followed your streams. Yeah. It's really good stuff." He's like, "I think you're being fair." And I was like, look, if I was the, there for that, I remember that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. if the cops are hitting somebody, I'm going to film it. If yeah. the protesters are hitting somebody, I'm going to film it. And he goes, it's all we ask. Yeah. I remember there was an undercover cop and people were like, hey, he's an undercover cop. I'm like, Wait, what's going on here? And I just started filming randomly. The undercover cop comes and he jabs me right in my stomach. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he walks away and I'm like, you son you of a... chased him. And he jumped over the barricades and I'm like, that's it, you son no, of a... No, no, but hold on. And I, yeah. You couldn't... The barricades were... The police barricades, you weren't allowed to cross them. Yeah. So this guy yeah. outed himself as an undercover cop. Yeah, by by punching me in the gut, jumping the barricades. I jumped the barricades and I went right in his face. I was like, you son of a gun. And I was like, you know, and I just started going off at him. And I was like, officers, this man assaulted me. I want to press charges. And none of them would do anything. And he was walking three blocks and I was screaming at him. And then later, of course, obviously, he came behind the official police lines and other police officers. Like, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I got him on camera assaulting me. And I wasn't even trying to do anything. I was just filming there randomly. So, uh, yeah, I got a couple batons there. That wasn't my own only rough up with the police there 
But there was also one incident that I remember. Huge scuffles are happening. This was the one time that Occupy Wall Street was actually able to get on Wall Street. That was their big thing. It didn't achieve anything, but it was a symbolic gesture. There was huge fights, huge clashes. I'm right in the middle of it. And then the officer's like, hey, I know you. You're Luke. I love your stuff. <laughs> Boom. Oh Boom. <laughs> You're great, man. Keep it up. I'm like, I'm like thanks, man. Thanks. 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 I appreciate it. Like, there, was, there, was, there was one time where everybody marched to uh uh who was the mayor at the time was it bloomberg i think it was bloomberg yeah they went yeah. To, they went to the mayor's house yeah. and there was a bunch of cops what they would do is the cops would walk just off the curb to keep the protesters on the sidewalk and i'm walking and filming and then there's this regular beat cop and he goes hey tim pool hey. and i was like hey and he's like hey and he reaches hand out shake my hand and i'm like ah oh, jeez dude in front yeah. of all the far this left this is bad optics so yeah. I, I shake his hand and i was like hey he, he's like I, I i like what you're doing man you're being fair about it and I was like, yeah, no problem. And then the leftists were like, he's on the side of the cops. He's a cop. This proves it. And then Occupy Wall Street tweeted that one day when I got attacked. That, so we told the story the other day. I got attacked. And then Luke pulled the guy's mask off. Occupy Wall Street immediately tweeted, Tim Pool just tried helping a cop arrest somebody. And a bunch of the other activists who ran that, who knew I wasn't a cop, like were like, what are you doing? And then deleted the tweet. But it got screenshot and started getting shared around. And then all the crazy lefties were like, whoa, Tim Pool was trying to help arrest somebody. What? When in reality, I got hit and that was it. Yeah. I got hit. No, 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 no. You got hit. And me, I and my friend, me and my friend jumped in. And then the cops came and they let the guy go yep. who, who beat you up. And so the guy posted, ran away. And then you posted his face. Yeah. Well, and then no one well, ever found him. Well, it was, it was, there's a lot of things that, we, you know, that happened in that little scuffle. A lot going on. Uh, so the yeah. guy, like judo chopped my arm while I was holding my my phone up and it hit the ground and bounced away. And then I grabbed his arm and pulled it and then just locked onto it. And Who? It was some guy. Just some random dude? Well, he yes, was all black blocked. He was, he was black blocked. And so I grabbed his arm and locked it yeah. and wouldn't let him go. And he was struggling to get away. Luke walked up and Matt. went boop with his mask. Whoop. Then a cop ran up and grabbed him and pushed me away and the guy and let the guy run off. Oh, man. It was oh. crazy. So we thought the guy was like um, maybe undercover or something. Mm, why? Yeah. Why did the cops come to save him from me? Maybe yeah, they just wanted the to stop the violence. Literally ran in there, grabbed him, pulled him out, and then he ran away. That's yeah, it. They, well, they, That's they it. pulled him out yeah. of the crowd and then yeah. and just left. let him go. They probably wanted yeah. to end the violence. Well, I don't know. There was problem. no violence. Well, I, you guys yeah, were struggling, and they were like, I, "No." I grabbed his arm because I didn't want there to be a fight because I knew what they would claim in the press and what they would try to do. So I just held onto his arm, and he was trying to pull away and struggle. And then the cop ran up and grabbed us, grabbed me, and pushed me away, and then let the guy go. Yeah. Gotta be. It was weird. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was yeah. right. I, I, probably trying to prevent a fight. I remember I going in there, like pushing I mean, him, maybe. holding him down a little bit, and I was like, "Well, let me let me see what's underneath this thing." <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know. Dude, occupy. Because it, it up a lot. Because there's so many undercover cops that use black block tactics. A lot of people don't know this. There's a huge history of police officers inciting violence, specifically as black block, to make sure that the police have a reason to respond and to crush any dissent, whether peaceful or not. You know, so that's why I was always on the lookout for black block because I knew they could be undercover police officers. Because yeah. I just got beat up. I got punched in the gut by a yeah, black well, hold block on, police. Hold on, this brings hold on. me back, back to yeah. talking about. Being getting in trouble for what your followers say and do because your followers can be like Chinese plants. They, a corporation can hire a bunch of people to become your followers yeah, to incite violence in your comment section or on your website. Right. Yeah, and it's not your but, fault. But look, I want to point out the undercovers we actually knew were undercovers. They look like cops, dude. Most the, of the them. The guy who was wearing like a blue hoodie. And no, jeans. he was wearing like a black hoodie and was trying to be. He's trying to look like uh, like. Uh, 
like but he Bucky? was like a middle aged dude. Bucky, yeah. oh right, yeah, Bucky, yeah, yeah, Bucky yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, but he was, he was. Clearly... Everyone accused Bucky of always looking like a cop too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, didn't he kind of go off the rails? I don't know. I think I saw him posting like a F Trump a flag all around right. New York City in like these weird photos, and I'm like, that's weird. That's uh, kind of weird as well. <laughs> and those are the days, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the old occupied days, and something magical happened. You see, the powers that be realized that. <laughs> Luke Rutkowski? What are you? Are you an ANCAP? How do you describe it? Let I don't retain. know. What I'm, I'm a free human being that doesn't right, like right. to like doesn't like labels. I don't. I, I like to determine my position after hearing free market or cooperative. I market. believe in personal responsibility and freedom and decentralization. Libertarian, whatever. Ah, I don't like labels. <laughs> okay, the commie. Is, the point is communist. Yeah, sure. All right, commie. I, I made a video where it said uh, I took my political compass test. It turns out I'm a communist. We took the political compass got, test together. And I got I libertarian that, socialist. Yeah. And I got libertarian. You got center right. You got libertarian. Yeah. We're like we're right in the same position, except you're just to Different the left. Sides. I'm to the right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, Occupy Wall Street brought together weirdos like Luke and weirdos <laughs> like me. Yeah. And that's dangerous. Yeah. That's not good. Well, it, you... gave, it gave us a start to be able to have a message that reached out to so many people. I mean, we're talking about endorsements from uh, the Immortal Technique was down there. Who was who else was that ra- that rapper that was down there that uh, that that uh, was was at Obama's inauguration and talked about his drone bombing? I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Common? Uh, no, there was another one. There, there were so many other like celebrities and media figures and professors and intellectuals that came down there to argue. Alec Baldwin came down. Lupe. Fiasco was yeah, down there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. Roseanne Barr came down. Yep. Uh, what the heck? Yeah, she's, she's like, awesome. Oh my like God, Luke yeah. yeah, she, she, yeah, yep, yep. I'm like, what? What the hell's going on? I'm like trying to. I'm eating a gyro, and like Roseanne Barr runs up to me. It was such a weird feeling, but it was such a collective where there was such weirdness. It was like the internet exemplified when it was still free and it was still wild, but it was in real life. Yeah. And you got the crazies, you got the leftists, you got the right wingers, you got the wrong. Paulers, you got the libertarians, and it was beautiful. I loved it because it was such a, a random thing that you just hit you upside the head. No, no one in the media originally was talking about it, and it only got coverage because the police officers tried to brutalize the people they in a way. They pepper yeah. spray those women. Exactly. For and no was, reason. And that was the, the kind of V for Vendetta moment that, that, that lit it on fire, that lit this idea amongst the minds of many people that's saying, if you stand there, if you just sit there in a the park, the police will come and they will beat the crap out no, of no, you no, no. and it they will pepper spray you. Four women on a street corner, not in the protest. Yep. And Tony Baloney, Anthony mm-hmm. Bologna, walked up and just sprayed these four women for no reason. Yep. He got reassigned to Staten Island because of it. He was, he wasn't he like the number one, he was a top cop in New York at the time? I, I believe so, yes. And then I think Lombardo took over and he yeah. was brutal. I made a whole natural, natural, uh, national geographic piece about <laughs> the Lombardo. So look up the Lombardo, We Are Change. You're going to find a really funny video about his just <laughs> utter abuse of power that we were actually able to make uh, fun of. He came up to me afterwards. He was like, did you make that Lombardo video? You made that video. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I have no clue what all right, you're all right. about. Let's go to Super Chats. My friends, if you haven't already, smash the like button, hit the notification bell, subscribe, and go to TimCast.com, become a member, because we're going to have a bonus segment, and I think we're actually going to go out and film tomorrow. We're going to the range. Yeah. We got some guns. We're going to go to the range, and we're going to have a good time, and then you can make fun of us for not being as skilled as you are yes. when it comes to proper gun etiquette, but we'll, we, we, we will be very, very safe. And we're going to have these kind of bonus videos where we'll talk about what we're doing, why we're doing it, and our thoughts and opinions and things. But we're going to do a bonus segment tonight, probably. We'll see how it goes. TimCast.com, become a member. We are very close to the point 
where I'm, I'm really, I'm really surprised. I'm really impressed and I'm internally grateful to everybody because, you know, just going through memberships, I'm like, dude, we're probably a week away from never having to worry about YouTube ever again. Yes. So and like, excited. honestly, legitimately being like, we should produce more for the website because the website is going to be way better and way freer and safer than YouTube. So we can produce all the same content. And so this is, this is fantastic stuff. So really, really thank you. Let's read these super chats. Mind you, we're never going anywhere. We're going to keep doing the shows on YouTube because there's a balance between the free and the members only stuff. And so I want to make sure that the most pressing stuff will always be free for everybody, fueled by ads and, and super chats and things like that. Uh, heads up on the uh, website too. Tech support's been hard at work figuring out the problem with why some people weren't getting responded to. Right. And they will be getting, you will be getting response within the week. If you don't send another email, and your members at timcast.com. Yes. And you won't be charged for any time if you subscribed like before and you didn't get set up because of this internal issue. You won't be your your uh, subscription will begin the day that it goes through. So you'll have 30 days from like when you finally get set up. So you're and not going to miss and I will, time. I will add it is a small operation here with a handful of people. We're trying to build the system. It just launched about a week and a, about almost two weeks ago now, about a week and a half. So we're trying to get to the point where we're as proficient and, and powerful as, say, the New York Times. It's going to take time and energy, so I respect all of your patients. They're very cool. Give them a break. I will uh, also add the people here are very intelligent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. All right. We got some super chats for everybody. Smash that like button. Let's read. Matthew Hammond says, are they going to tell us if you do not like it, you get to make your own t-shirts? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can make your own t-shirts. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Eric Douglas says, Ian is the Eddie Bravo of the show, yeah. and I say that with the utmost respect. I love Eddie. Heck yeah. Look into it. Let's see. Colin P says, Adam Curry is jealous that his wife listens to your show more than his own show. No agenda. Get in touch with him. He wants to come on the show. Ooh, snap. Okay. Cool. I'm not familiar. I think I've heard of that show, No Agenda, though. I'll look him up. Yeah. Andrew Bishop says, Tim, Kyle Kalinske said on Rogan that Trump increased drone strikes by 300, 400%. What's your thoughts on this? Horrifying and very, very bad and worthy of the utmost criticism. No doubt. Uh, the big challenge with Trump is I didn't look. I didn't vote for him in 2016, and I ragged on him for three years. I just thought the critics were insane. So it's like Trump would do something questionable, and then the critics would claim he kicked a puppy in the face. You'd be like, dude, no, he didn't. Calm down. And then when it came to the Abraham Accords and trying to withdraw, I was like, I like that. Please, more of that. So look, we, we've criticized the guy. I just only got to say two words. John Bolton. Like, seriously, criticize him on the, on the drone stuff 100%. Trent Lamalino says Michael Malice was on Cash Cab and I can't unsee it. That's did, so did, funny. He, did you guys I find see that video? Yeah, did he said, win? I gotta look it up. Yeah, he did pretty well. He won. He's he a smart won guy. A bunch of money. Yeah. He's super smart. He's a smart fella. Yeah. He looks so different though. He looks really? like really. I gotta watch really, it. Really like he looks like he's like uh, seventeen. Oh, <laughs> nice. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I gotta look it up. Reese Jones says, "Good day. Watch your show all the time. My wife is in L.A. for a course. She was refused service for being not a local. Is that normal? We are Australian." I don't know about that. It's weird. They're also phobic. Yeah, George RFM97 says, Hi, Tim. I'm a big fan from the UK. Hope you guys are aware of the storm about to hit crypto market regarding the Tether lawsuit. It's been used to buy Bitcoin and could cause a temporary crash. Perhaps. I don't care. Um, you know, Bitcoin was at like 40. It dropped to 30 and everyone's like, quick sell. And I was like, nope. And then it bumped back up to like 38. And I'm like, don't care. There's. I, I watched this video recently where this woman's like, in 2013, someone sent me a Bitcoin and I shrugged my shoulders and said, thanks, shrugged my shoulders and said, thanks. And now in 2021, she's like, I realized when everyone was screaming about Bitcoin that I had one. And then she realizes she has $40,000. 2013, Bitcoin was at what? It was like 
fluctuating between 10, 50, or maybe even 100 bucks. Someone could have given you a $20 bill in 2012. I was thinking about that today. It's $40,000. $10,000 Bitcoins, man. I um, almost bought 6300 This looks like Tether's maybe was using the money. Tether's a stable coin, and they're supposed to maybe hold the money when you buy it, but they were buying Bitcoin with it. I don't know. There's some sort of investigation. I use USDC right now as my stable coin. OMG Puppy says social media was banning people for the NPC meme a couple years ago. It triggers the SJWs badly for some reason. I remember because that. It, because it resonates. Yeah, a yeah. Lot, all my NPC stuff has been banned. It's such a so, great meme. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the NPC meme. Yeah. And uh, I Me made too. a lot of NPC t-shirts. All of them are gone. So uh, we're going to bring them back, though. Who's the artist for that? Uh, it we, was just a, it was like a 4chan meme, wasn't it? I don't remember. Man, I, I want to meet that person. NPC. Melissa B. says, Dan Bongino warned about Teespring during his show yesterday or today. Please be careful. I mean, we will. But look, my shirts are silly. Like me with a monocle and, a, and like a pipe with bubbles. Oh, we speaking don't do of. Cra- oh, yeah. Ian's got one. I have one. Lydia, we, thank you very yes, much. It's medium. The right size. We don't I'll do. I'll be wearing this in the near future. We don't do crazy hyper-political shirts that worried about getting yeah, banned. Haram. It's silly. It's me. Like, it's just a really silly image someone made for but, us but even if you did if you made fun of the mainstream media why is that That's wrong crazy yeah like how is that it does that it wrong? does seem like they were going on copyright grounds which means they shouldn't have and you'll need a, a smarter and better well, provider. Yeah. well they shouldn't have number one it's it, it doesn't make sense and two they they hit other stuff that there's no reason to hit ice fox says don't know if you if you have looked into bunker branding or if they are taking more creators but it is owned and operated by matt from demolition ranch it's an alternative to teespring by youtubers for youtubers check it out uh, definitely. Very I was cool. looking into them and I don't know what their, you know, what, what the policies are, what their plans are, but I'd love to. I so. got like 50 emails of people recommending them to me. I, I emailed them, uh, and I hit them up on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, um, reply back guys. Softshell Crab says, been a, f- been a new fan for the last, uh, last few months, going to become a member on your site next paycheck. What to ask y'all do y'all play Commander as Magic the Gathering format? Yeah. It's the only thing we play. Basically. We played yeah. some draft a couple weeks ago. That was really yeah. fun. Cube. Adam Adam has a cube that he built with like all these. We were playing the unglued set and the unhinged and all those weird like fun. hold a card above the table type fun stuff. It was There's awesome. one where it's like you have to make a creature with your hand standing on the table. And if you take your hand off, the creature dies. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Silly, silly, <laughs> silly. Weird, weird. But uh, for those that aren't familiar. so Majestica. So Oh, yeah, that's a Majestica. It's just funny. There was like, you have to whisper a word, and then if they do, it, it causes a creature, essentially, be, I'll, I'll just, you know, layman's terms, becomes inactive. So I chose Bets and Majestica. But mostly we play Commander, yeah. I it's been a while. I have no idea what you yeah, guys are saying. We'll get you a deck. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a card game. Okay. It's only for okay. smart people, you know, so I, I know. Like uh, math. Yeah. yeah, very smart people. <laughs> uh-huh. sure. uh, the, the way to describe it to people is chess and poker combined. I got a question for you, Luke. If there were five colors of magic for you to choose from. He's not going to understand. And those colors were black, white. No, you can't. Red. You can't ask him this. Green or blue. No. What color would you pick? No, you can't ask him this. He doesn't understand because each of the colors represents a characteristic or emotion he doesn't understand. Well, use your imagination of those five colors, what you feel most akin to. Right now or forever? He doesn't doesn't know what the color identity is. So in Magic the Gathering, it's a card game. There are five colors, and each each color represents what they call a color identity. The, the the color black represents swamps and its ambition, meaning you would sacrifice, you'd cut off your own arm to defeat your opponent, like things like that. Then you have green, which represents growth. So it's creatures and elves and forests. You have blue, which represents control. So it's illusions and manipulation. You have to, he, he doesn't know anything about red magic. is fire, destruction, and ag- aggression, and 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 passion, chaos, and chaos. But you need yeah. to know and more. white yeah. is benevolence, 
and healing and you know okay yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so what how, where would you align i don't know I don't want to play these games. I like stuff like the UFC. Yeah, and, right. And people fighting and all. Luke, fighting. Luke, Luke would be red, so and red. red and white. Yeah, I was thinking red. And red, fire? Fire. red and white. Yeah. I'm red and white. I'm definitely yeah, white. Tim's more of a red mage. Mm-hmm. Red and blue. Blue. You like red, blue. red and blue. I like blue a lot. Chaos and control. It's my. Those are my favorite. You, colors. you like fit Tim. well with red. It's your per, it fits your personality a lot. Sounds like. All right, let's read red. some more. Some people are. I'm not going to read this, but some people are asking uh, where Stephen Crowder is. Yeah. I don't know. Vacation? Yeah, he's gone. I don't know. He must be. He's uh in a secret underground. He's laboratory. loving that we're talking about him right now. Oh, he's, like, he's probably chilling, man. Yeah. yeah, he's probably fishing, having a good time, yeah. going to the range. Maybe he told know, himself doing, if doing... Trump doesn't win, he's taking some time off. Stephen Crowder probably enjoying a nice bowl of clam chowder down at the Ooh, you know brewery good. or probably, something. Probably, yeah. Minding, minding, minding his own business. <laughs> Dark party says I followed Luke Shirt Boy for eighteen hours. Then he, then he started trashing on Trump. Well, of course. Yeah, that's what I've been <laughs> yeah. doing my entire like. Have you met Luke? Yeah, like I've been I've been trashing on all the presidents from uh, whenever I could. Yeah, I will say I think it's worth to continue to follow Luke because he'll give you nonpartisan advice. I don't like anyone, especially yeah. when they're politicians. <laughs> yeah, it's that simple. Well, but but you got to understand too, like if somebody's like Biden is the best, Trump is the, is the worst, you probably will need a voice like Luke is going to be like. Let me tell you why they're all bad. You know, because at least you know you're not getting a tribalist takedown of Trump. You're getting someone's critique who doesn't like any yeah. of them. I'm not for everyone, but thanks for giving me a try. Thank yeah. you. Creasy Bear says Tim Pool doesn't always sell blackface merch, but when he does, <laughs> it's hilarious. That was it. Was when I saw it, I was just like, oh jeez. I had to laugh. Oh no. You know, it's not quite blackface. Well, the white fists. Yeah, kind of were so like, crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It was on purpose. But I'm not. I'm not taking heat for that. It's, That's on Teespring. Disney did. You know? They're, 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 I respect them for looking into it. They apologized, yes. and they and I think it was probably, in my opinion, a rogue employee. Mm-hmm. It was a, well, a third party company. I'm sorry, not an employee of them. They said it was a third party. So we'll see what they end up f- finding out. You know, maybe maybe they're all laughing behind the scenes they did it on purpose, but I don't <laughs> think that's the case. Let's see. Track media only says news media gets away with it in part because libel laws have been broken or totally bypassed. People yell First Amendment, not taking into account libel laws have existed before and after its creation. That's right. Simple Caleb says, Oregon Governor Kate Brown cleared D1 schools to play sports. Smaller NAIA schools in the same area are not. Rules for the, but not for the elite schools that probably benefit uh, benefit Kate Brown's interests. That's right. Daddy T says, here's to Bernie showing up to, showing up to a buttoned down event wearing oven mitts. Love it. I thought the mittens were nice. They're very cute. And they were funny. And then I was sad to learn that they were destroyed by overtaxation. So, yep. well, there you go. Nuclear Winter Game Gamer says, I hail from Saskatchewan, Canada, and sentiment of Western separation grows more and more the longer PM Aladdin sits in office. Wex it. Sorry about shirt. <laughs> Listen, I don't care about the shirt in the sense that if people got it and they have it, fine. Just so long as I've made myself clear that that was not on us. If anyone wants to get mad about that shirt, you take it up with Teespring. If some people got it and they're happy with it, don't put that on me because I'm not the one who made it. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's people who got it are laughing and they like it because it's a misprint and it's unique. And I'm sure there are probably a lot of racist people who are trying to get one. Don't look at me. I didn't make it. So Teespring, that's on you. Just scratch out the Timcast and put Teespring on it. Gareth Green says, I realized the Vietnam War was a waste of resources and lives, but the world would be a better place if South Vietnam had been saved, which we could have if we had played it to win. Iraq was a mistake, no question. Look, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm very grateful about the U.S. involvement in Korea. Uh, what can I say? 
I don't like military intervention, but my it, this has a lot to do with my family, and they were fleeing, and 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 what happened to my family later on, and what it means for the people of South Korea to be free and be able to thrive and have some of the best technology companies in the, in the, on the planet. And North Korea is sad. And if the U.S. wasn't involved, it would all of Korea would be a communist wasteland. Helmsway says, Tim, I am the man wearing the shirt you showed earlier. The look on my girlfriend's face when I took it out of the package and put it on was priceless. Oh Teespring gosh. changed my design. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, story. thank you guys for buying the shirt and letting me know what happened when it did. Thanks I think I think you guys got the very first one. So um, for everybody else, expect probably yours to come soon. <laughs> and uh, well, now there's going to be like a thousand of them. We'll see. Mr. Hunt, first name Mike, says Antifa, literally the most ignorant fools on the planet. Yeah. Braden says, did you hear about Biden rolling an armored convoy into Syria? I did. It was reported by uh, IT. What was it? Is it ITV? It was a publication from, I believe, Jordan, wasn't it? Well, there was Syrian state television reported it. But then there was also, I think it was ITV reported it. Yeah. And then several others were reporting it. Some tried downplaying it, saying the U.S. moves convoys all the time. Others are saying Biden took wasted no time ramping up the military presence in Syria. Well, others are saying it's reinforcement to the already very small number of troops in the northeast. And Russia, it looks like, also matched it with their own reinforcements oh. and over 300 soldiers that they just sent so into that same region. He's into escalating the our troop force in Syria. Well, we're going to find out. Uh, we can't independently verify that for now. But okay. it looks like it. Curious, curious mishap says... Germans starved to death when the Berlin Wall was in place. America lied about sending supplies. That's what my German grandmother remembered while we watched a documentary on it. Never trust the media. Or was it that the government of East Germany lied to your grandmother? It's really hard to know who was being honest. You might believe your grandmother, and I respect that. But was your grandmother being manipulated and lied to by communists? Yeah. Especially when she's C- Communists are not known for having food. So, so <laughs> just point. a heads up, you know, uh, you know, my family had to go through it too in Poland. A lot of them uh, ended up hungry and a lot of them didn't have the basic necessities that we take advantage of right now. Daniel Maxwell says, reads Luke's shirt. So who wishes that George Orwell had not been so accurate with his predictions for the future? I, mean, I like wish. it. Boy, yeah. did I call it or what? I think he's a <laughs> yeah. fantastic writer. If you guys haven't read 1984 and Animal Farm. Well, he's a fascinating person. His real name was Eric Blair. He literally was involved in wars. He was a MI5 agent. Uh, his story is, is just absolutely profound, to say the least. Animal Farm, also another great book uh, that a lot of people don't uh, you know attribute to him. But th- there's so many important pieces of literature that he put together that really are worth reading. And a lot of the public school systems are pushing them out. I remember being introduced to them in the New York City public school system. And I remember being fascinated by both of those books, and they had a tremendous impact on me. I found that both. Animal both. Farm was like uh, a story about the rise of totalitarianism. And then 1984 was a story about a system that was already totalitarian. Yeah. So it's almost like they were a sequel. A sequel. Yeah. 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 Bob Samardzik Samard- says, Ian, you're the effing man. That is all. What up, homie? Matthias says, can you please talk about the book called The Creature of Jekyll Island by G. Edward Griffin? 
I think everyone in the world should read this book. I have it downstairs. Uh, it's that's a about huge the Fed, right? Book. Yeah, we should have G. Edward Griffin on. He's an amazing, smart individual so that right. that interviewed the, the KGB agent. That, that we'll just talked let about Ian the, talk to him. I talked yeah. to him on Twitter. Maybe, yeah. I could but call he just yeah. he doesn't just talk about uh, you know the Federal Reserve. He talks about a lot of stuff that the you know, CIA. He's he knows a lot about a lot CIA food, medicine, all this other stuff that uh, okay, pretty, I'll, I'll pretty eye opening. G. Edward. Shinobi Kenobi says Tim won't say certain things to prevent from getting banned on YouTube, but wanted Trump to pardon Assange, etc. When corrupt RSNDs held conviction over his head and destruction of he and his family's lives. Yeah, there is a balancing act. Donald Trump was on his way out. And there's a difference between, I guess, the comfort of the president as he's losing all of his, you know, about to lose all of the power he has and, and, and dropping one last bomb. And me sitting here thinking... If we can talk about 95% of things that are extremely important, the mainstream media won't cover, and we can call them out, and that means there are 5% of things I'll have to put on my own website, I think that makes sense. If there, if I was told by YouTube, you will be banned effective tomorrow, I would make the craziest video you've ever seen. And I would just, I'd be like, here's what we're going to do. What we're doing now is, yeah, there's some things I can't say on YouTube, and it's only a couple things. It's like a name, and I mean, that's really the only thing I really have to worry about, saying some guy's name and swearing and stuff. But we can talk about all that clean and safe at TimCast.com. So that's the plan. You got to be yeah. smart. It's about playing 4D chess, man. I'm not just going to like, I don't, I don't understand why there are people who are like, Tim, why don't you say something and get banned instantly so you can't work or, or talk to, or talk about anything anymore? Hmm. That makes no sense. So what we're doing is what we've accomplished on YouTube, the resources we've acquired, we're making a proprietary website that can't be banned for the most part and finding ways to make sure we can always get you the real news and accurate information while leveraging the resources we have. Yeah. Let's be honest. We got to choose our battles. Some battles, we're just going to be obliterated and totally destroyed and never be able to fight again if we decide to fight those battles. And just like you did, I started doing the same thing on WeAreChange.org. I have a very similar system. I have certain videos that, that I know would get automatically banned that I just put on there and people could see them. But there's other creators uh, who got banned that are criticizing me uh, right now. And I understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, when you see people who got nuked, their reach is tremendously limited and we have to you know do things in a way where we reach as many people as we can with so many important things and and you you make that compromise and we have to be honest and i want to stress this too do you think that donald trump caving to the deep state is going to is going to save him of course it's not they're 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 coming for this guy dude The, the 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 state ags are coming for him he negotiated nothing in fact in my opinion, if Assange did get out and Assange could work to expose what was being done to him and his family, he'd be better off. Instead, I would be surprised if they convict the guy and then they take away everything from him and they say, you had your chance and you blew it. Why? It's, it's, it's like it reminds me of any superhero movie where the villain is like, give me this and I'll let you go. It's like, why should I trust the villain? Yeah. You know, G.I. Joe. It was always Cobra Commander hanging yeah, on the ledge. Trick help me. And then Duke's like helps him right. up and he pushes him off the is, ledge. Is, is that really that really happened? Yeah. It's Cobra <laughs> Commander. You can't trust Cobra Commander. Exactly. So, look, I, I admit it's tough. And, and there's probably a lot of things I don't know about what happened with Trump. Maybe what they threatened him with was something worse than I could possibly imagine. So I'll respect that. And I'll, I'll respect what you were saying for sure. I can't I, I can't pretend to be perfect. Gareth Green says, I humbly submit that the corruption of the American medical industry is because of government intervention therein, and a real free market would make those problems evaporate. Perhaps. Gabriel Montiel says, I had my wisdom teeth taken out in Colombia for 25 bucks each, and they did an amazing job. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But did you get them pulled oh, or surgically you, removed? You know what they do in Mexico? 
I think you were telling me this. They use your own blood yeah. to heal your the, the wound in your mm-hmm. mouth after the surgery. They oh. did that to me. Yeah. And uh, they don't do that here. I think they might some places. Yeah. I saw giant gaping holes where they used to be. I had them oh. surgically removed. So so Ooh, when, that was when, an intense when, moment. When they so I got a wisdom tooth put in they had to they had to like, you know, it's basically cutting up your mouth. Yeah, they cut a hole and then dig it out. And then what they do in Mexico is they take your own blood to help build up the area and it heals faster. PRP. That's PRP. what it's called. Yeah. Platelet-rich plasma. They'll yeah. also use yep. that to inject into wounds like knees and things like that for runners. And it heals people faster. Amazing. Yeah. So when I had dental work done, they were like, oh, we're just going to take your blood. I'm like, okay, give me the Myers-Briggs cocktail. Give me some vitamin C and give me some other stuff. And they were Myers-Briggs? Just, uh, I think there's a specific like um, immune system boosting cocktail that they have a whole bunch of vitamins. Oh. Isn't that, Myers-Briggs like personality ENTJ's test, personality yes. test? I fr- I'm, I'm probably butchering it and probably had another <laughs> fraudulent slip <laughs> or uh, you, you said in the other on the bonus segment you said lower the decimals same thing you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> you're just trying to be elitist mean. okay elitist. not trying to be elitist you know what i'm what brags brags is the company that uh puts out all that health food and the myers-briggs is a personality test yeah, well i think totally it sounds very similar oh, cool. gonna this me. is some we're, we're i'm being blackmailed here Oh, Jandon Patterson says, Tim A, Mecca says, hi, I bet this chant, chat won't be read. If you do read it, I will send another super chat and become a member of the TimCast.com site. Found this channel like seven or eight months ago and couldn't believe that. And then there's a there's one there's more. Let me see. One. There's another one. Where is it? It's always hard because if the numbers are different, it's hard to. Uh, there we go. A YouTube dude like Mr. Milky Toast and Button Masher Lydia and a few other <laughs> plus T-shirt Luke and Ian Wannabe. Men Vitality Spinner. <laughs> And there's one this. more. There's one more. <laughs> let me Carry try on. and f- let me try and find the next one. Speaking of the male vitality, I had some in my coffee earlier. Ooh, nice. Oh, it's hard to find three. Oh, where's the third? Oh no. Third time's a charm. Come on, we can do this. I'm I'm looking oh, for it. It'd be a nice feature if you could link your oh, super chats YouTube together. Oh, YouTube just jumped on me. Oh no. It's the Mayor's cocktail. Oh, Mayor's. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like Myers or Mayors? M Y E R S. Oh, okay, okay. Myers, Not yeah, Myers-Briggs. has like vitamin B, vitamin C, oh. and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff in there. That sounds nice. good. That sounds I'm good. trying to find the third, the, the third and last it's super a puzzle. jet, but uh, I can't yeah. find it. You can. Oh, mystery! Gosh, no, you can do it. No, I can't find I it. See it. You can do anything. Magnesium, calcium, a whole bunch of stuff. That sounds great. Yeah, it's like a like a multivitamin. Yeah, but uh, intravenously. Oh, very cool. Oh, they give it for, for your body to heal after yeah. surgery. So when they were doing the, when they were taking out my blood to do the PRP, uh, they, I was like, just give me some extra vitamins and stuff, and they did it. And I think they've made that also illegal in the United States and in some states as well. So interesting. All right, well, I'll have to find the super chat eventually, but we have too many. But let's oh, read some more. Sad. Jose P. Uh, Pereira says, I just read an article about how Apple spent $90,000 for lobbyists to educate policymakers regarding bill to stop Uyghur slave labor from Daily Caller. Wow, mm. that's creepy stuff. I don't like it. Ricky Bobby says, hey, Tim, I watched an hour-long podcast with Raul Paul from Real Vision Investments. It isn't that goods are inflating. It's the fact that our wages are, are deflating. Gives the appearance of inflation, but it's not. Interesting stuff. Really interesting. Interesting. Do you guys, uh, uh, who was it you, I think, Ian, who said that Joe Biden is Joe Bob Jr.? No, no, Yeah, you said but Joe I don't Bob. think it's Bob. It's Robinette, so it's Robin, I think. Joe Robin. Well, I think calling him Bob might Bob. be wrong. Yeah. The short for Rob could be Bob. Yeah, it is. Could be Joe Bob, Robin. but I got to Joe Bob him. Jr. Yeah. Joe Rob. I'm I don't know if, what short for Robinette if it's Bob. 
say Bob. Robin. Yeah. Bob's good enough. Uncle President Joe Bobby. Bobby. Joe Some Bobby. other people are also mentioning bunker branding, so we'll definitely check them out. Mm-hmm. Matthew Gregory says, second attempt at Super Chat. My brother was hurt and attempted robbery on him. Mm. He owes 50K in hospital fees. Ugh. America insurance can suck. Yes, that is true. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, Lady Semphia says... Hey, Tim, have you heard of Vulcan, West Virginia? They had to ask the USSR to build a bridge for them because the U.S. government would not. Wow, really? I look that up. That's amazing. Curtis sees as a politician should never be paid a salary more than the median income of their constituents. San Francisco median income is $53,000. If the government is for and by, uh, for, by, and of the people, they should be paid accordingly. I like that. Yeah. The challenge is, you know, like Andrew Yang said, we should actually pay politicians a ridiculous amount to disincentivize disloyalty. Because if the lobbyists are like, you're not making any money, trust me, we'll make you rich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're rich from their public service job, they're going to be like, nah, you're going to jeopardize the, the, the rich life I already have. I don't know. It could go either way. Because some p- p- people are going to be like, I'll take more money. I don't care. Most of you them know? are psychopaths that have unlimited uh, hunger for uh, power and money. So I don't know if that would work. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it, yeah. They just want more. Yep. Rob Ingram says, dude here in PA, the liquor control board has a monopoly that makes it so financially hard on restaurants and bars. Let's deregulate, abolish the PL liquor control, uh, PA liquor control board. There you go. Amen. Good call. Dis says, check out Reddit simulator. It's Reddit with all bots talking to each other and it's very creepy. I've seen that. It's amazing. Yeah. Gareth Green says, parlor is not gone. They found a new web host. Epic. Yeah, but they're only doing, I think, like a splash page for now. Tanner Barnes says the Donald.win got taken down. That's not true. It changed to Patriots.win because Donald Trump isn't president anymore. So, like, what do you do? So I guess they just rebranded for a variety of reasons, and they're all still basically doing the same thing. That was obviously coming, too, because, I mean, there's a community here that believes in something. They're not going to just go away. So they they made it work. It is what it is. I do do think what they're doing with the win community is a good thing because it's effectively creating a decentralized Reddit. And so a lot of these banned communities are showing up. I don't agree with some of these. And I think a lot of some of these, you know, communities have crazy people in them, but people have a right to free speech to be protected. Harold Cole says, you really, you should really check out bunker branding for t-shirt printing and sales. We will. That's awesome. RJ Lewers says, did you see the new Joe Rogan with Tulsi? She was basically exposing how corrupt and treasonous the Dems are. And Joe would just gloss over it. Tulsi, you should come on this show. We won't, we won't gloss over it. And I'm a big fan. And uh, I'll leave it there. But uh, definitely would love to have Tulsi on. Uh, still a big fan. Supported her throughout her, her campaign. And I really believed in what she was what she was doing. And I really respect the military service. I had a night where I was in my apartment thinking about Tulsi and supporting her. And I just started crying. Hmm. <laughs> so that's how into it I was. She's great. She's amazing. Yeah, she's super cool. Dude, so legit. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Tom says, you say, what uh, what happened to turn the other cheek? And then fault Republicans for doing nothing. What is the appropriate middle ground, if any? Well, when we're talking about turning the other cheek, I think we're referencing violence and stuff. You know, like not engaging in the same tit for tat that's not resulting in anything. Impeaching Donald Trump wasn't a solution to anything. It was chaos. The problem with Republicans is they're not advocating for Republicans or even Americans. Republicans aren't coming out there and being like, we're going to propose a bill that will rescind these laws curtailing people's gun rights. Like, think about this. We've had uh, a bunch of bans like... Are, are Republicans on board the bump stock ban? Like, what do you think about that? 
most of the Republicans know it's it's an extremely big overreach of power that criminalized millions of Americans and made them felons overnight. Previous and Republicans support it. Uh, Donald Trump supported it right. and he pushed it th- through and it, it's absolutely insane because previous gun restrictive measures were uh, measures that would grandfather people in that wouldn't automatically turn people into felonies. But if yep. you had this thing overnight, felony jail possession, uh, for, for something that people were, were, were buying knowingly. So it was a huge step forward in, in gun, uh, in anti-gun uh, legislation that really should have been pushed back immediately. We got a question for Luke. Dice Goblin says, Luke, question for you. If we have no taxes, how do the men and women who choose to serve get paid for their service? Uh, there, there's many other, you know, you plunder. Uh, you, you, uh, I'm just I love it. I love it. Let's do you it. say, we give you carte blanche to raid that country and whatever you get is yours. Heck yeah. Uh, well, no. You no, plunder. No, obviously not. You would have, uh, you know, other incentives that you could do and, and also other collectives that you could, uh, you know, you know, reach and, and, and agree upon. Wait, that's so, so vague. We, we, we got it. Of course it is. Wait, do you think we should repeal all taxes? I, I don't like taxes. Uh, I don't like taxes. Look, I think, I think you know, a lot of people usually like to nitpick these larger ANCAP ideas when, of course, a lot of them are just uh, like northern stars. They're, 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 you know, navigations of where we should be heading towards because obviously the taxes are way too high. So to take everything literal is a little bit disingenuous, but to say that it's a good starting point to aim for is good. Do I have all the answers and solutions when we get there? I don't. So you think we need less taxes? A hundred percent. I think that I don't like that I don't know where my taxes go. Yeah, you can, you can look that up. Black budget. There's a there, thing called a black the, budget. The problem is the size and scale of things make it impossible for a regular person to actually be able to do this. Like, you can actually look up the budgets and the expenditures and stuff, but you got to be an expert to understand it. And do the math. Yeah, it's not easy. And so it's the scale of things that are making it very difficult to track what's going on. And, well, Luke mentions the Federal Reserve missing money and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so the Pentagon <laughs> came up with like yeah. $1.3 they lost When one the year. government has enough money to give to foreign countries, that's when you know they have too much money. When the Pentagon loses a trillion dollars, I, I should I really want that. I was looking for that story earlier. I couldn't find it. They, they moved around through $35 trillion in budgeting a couple of years ago, the Pentagon. Are you guys I don't know. If it was that much, but uh, it, even before 9 11, there was trillions of dollars missing and no one could account for them. Right. Like the day before 9 11, it was like September 10th, yeah, the yeah, Pentagon we, misplaced yeah, $1.3 yeah, trillion. Yeah. I dollars. Asked Donald Rumsfeld about that. And uh, well, I, we, we, we got a super chat here for, for Ian. Uncultured Barbarian says, Wrong night, but Ian's right. Trump definitely corrupt. 1997 Rothschilds bailed him out because Taj Mahal bankrupted him. They own half of that casino and several of his properties. Former Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross is source. Interesting. I was thinking about the nepotism conversation. And then today I was like, I think kind of what bothers me is that he surrounded himself with yes men and including his daughter and his daughter's well, husband. That's not true. They dude. were just like, daddy. People she defying cried. Him. No, she no, no, got no. him they to go to war were, over they, crying. No. What did he they do? They were he defying him and in? leaking everything, dude. He hired a bunch of bad people who didn't yeah. help him and didn't work for him. You want to hire people that will that will confront you and push back on your ideas. But instead, the people he hired were secretly leaking things behind his back. Yeah, they were so like he, yes he, men, and he, then they betrayed yeah. him. He was probably the most leaked on, uh, no pun intended, president oh, of the gosh, United States. Luke. Like he, If people pushed back on him, he would fire him. So they would all be like, yes, yes, yes. And then they'd leak the, the incense. Well, we got uh, a very important. Chris Lampson says, where can I get a print of the art behind Luke? This art is from George Alexopoulos, also known as G Prime 85 on social media. And I believe he sells prints and it's some of the best art ever. In fact, behind Luke is Joe Biden eating uh, OK Boomer Girl. Yes. And behind uh, Ian, there's two. There's one with Joe Rogan. 
And then there's one on the ground of Joe Biden also eating a little girl. There we go. He released little girls. He released a really good one today with uh, Joe Biden playing with toy soldiers and throwing them back in, and they ended up in parking lots. Right, 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 right. That was pretty good. There's a good Timcast IRL episode with George. George Alexopoulos. Yeah, we should get him back on. Yeah. Pavraj grew all says, yo, Tim, Biden just sent more troops into Syria and is sending more to Iraq and Israel just killed four people. Biden, America. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Josh says, could you add a number of retweets like and or mentions when you see the syn- sycophantic tweets? Syncophantic would be nice to know when those tweets are just yelling fire in a theater, but very limited views may help turn down the temperature. Yeah, I, there was somebody claiming like a bunch of the leftists are trying to get Fox News banned saying that Fox News is essentially yelling fire in a crowded theater, so it's illegal, obviously. And it's like, people don't realize you're legally allowed to yell fire in a crowded theater. But the yeah. theater will throw you out? I mean, if they want to. They don't have to. You're allowed to say it. Is it... It is legal? It is legal, yes. To go it tell a, people that something is yes. about to happen if yep. it's not? Yes, it is. Really? It is a myth. Even Don mm-hmm. Lemon recently, like a, like a week or two ago, a Chris... I think it was... like I think it was Chris Cuomo who said, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. And Don goes, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. You can't say that. That's a myth. And Cuomo was like, it is true. It is true. It's like, D- Cuomo, you're like, he was a lawyer, wasn't he? He's no idea what he's talking about. Getting Chris by- Cuomo was a lawyer? If I'm in a movie theater, I see someone scream fire in front of me. I'm just going to take a look. He doesn't say anything. But he says it again. I'm going to kick his chair. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Exactly. So it's like... <laughs> Problem solved. Christian Larson says, Dictator Biden has turned all comments on the White House YouTube channel off, but it was uh, the will of the people that voted him in. I don't think he's allowed to do that. I think you could file a suit right now. Like anybody could. Did Donald Trump have his comments on the White House? But when when he blocked people, they argued that those posts were forums and the government has no right to shut them down. So Biden, the White House team doing this, I think it's unconstitutional and it's people different. should sue. You know? It's different than banning individuals just shutting the forum off. Yeah. I mean, they're scared of people's that is a good voices. Point. Well, yeah, because Trump didn't shut the forum down. He just removed certain people. Yeah. Shutting the forum down might be okay. All right, let's see. Akira Express Trucker says Republicans are not pro-2A. They are pro-2A when it's politically convenient, but are the party that passes a legislation to control access. Yep. Yep. All right, let's see. Let's just do... Uh, we'll do one more here. Big Toe says... We'll do a couple more. Turn on him. Uh, turn to him. The other cheek is not about violence. It's about insult. A slap in the face. Nuke the ice caps says not a fan of all the free money. It's very hard to explain to desperate people that free comes with a lot of debt and consequences. I try to explain this. I've had people say, yeah, but they're going to give me money. Idiocracy is now a documentary. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks for the super chats. Make sure to go to TimCast.com because we do have one more segment coming up for members only. Yes. And um, a little bit a little spicy, maybe. We'll see how things play out. But we're going to we're gonna be ramping up the amount of content we produce for members. And I, I mean it. I mean, like, I'm talking maybe hours worth of content every day at some point because we're going to have fun videos. We're going to have vlog videos. Some of the bonus segments we've done have already been 20 minutes. So we're going to try and just do as much as possible to really make it worth your membership. And we're also going to be eventually producing free content that will just appear on the website, too. So probably opinion pieces, some articles, maybe photos. And then the real premium stuff will be members only. Go to TimCast.com. We are trying to get to a point where if we get enough members, then we will no longer have anything to worry about about censorship. Now, look, if YouTube bans us, a lot of people will probably never see our stuff again. That's a fact. But if we just have a core user base, then that's still good enough for us to keep working. Then I'll accept that. And that means if you guys really do like what we do and want to make sure you're getting it, 
TimCast.com. And also, hopefully, if this time you buy your exclusive I Am a Gorilla t-shirt, it won't be a blackface version. <laughs> so I hope Teespring is taking care of that. They said they are. And, you know, my respect for them getting quickly on this and trying to get the problem solved. But TimCast.com shop. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and mine's at TimCast. And my other YouTube channels are YouTube.com slash TimCast and YouTube.com slash TimCastNews. And I believe Luke is a t-shirt vendor. They're trying to take down my shirts, but they can't take me down. I'm doing everything in my power. Literally, as I said, I'm a horrible drawer. If I have to draw them, I will, and I will personally send them out to you. Uh, The website is thebestpoliticalshirts.com. Keep an eye out for that, because no matter who's going to do something, I'm always going to find a way to get you uh, the shirts that you want. And uh, sign up on my email list on wearechange.org on the top right-hand corner. It makes people invincible. I have a direct contact to talk to you one-on-one. I have a lot of uh, interesting things to say, so uh, check it out, and thank you so much for doing so. I think they're throwing it to me. It keeps happening. That's right. Um, It's subtle, though, because they don't say my name. (laughs) Hey, thanks, guys. I'm Ian Crossland, as you may or may not know. uh, You can follow me at Ian Crossland online. I really want to thank all the new people that have started following me online. My YouTube channel is over 10,000 subscribers now. Yeah, it just keeps going up, man. Excellent. I was in a month. I don't know. It's getting bigger faster. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, which I don't take new friends on, but you can follow me there. Um, Mines, Instagram. And we're going to be gaming later tonight on twitch.tv slash Ian Crossland. I'll be gaming with Adam Krigler. We're going to play some Red Dead Redemption 2. Cool. See what kind of uh, chaos we can we can uh, engender. Is that the right word? Cause. Cause? Know. Yeah, I cause. Think That's cause, the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, gender works, yeah. So follow me and catch me at uh, twitch.tv slash Ian Crossland tonight. Yeah, and then me. I'm Sour Patch Lids on Twitter. Uh, and uh, I'm real Sour Patch Lids on, let, let me see if I can get it right, Instagram and Gab. Yes. Okay. I got it. I got my own socials. All right. And then I, I really appreciate everyone signing up on TimCast.com. If you have problems, email members at TimCast.com and look at you straightened out. Just be patient. I have a special announcement. <gasps> Gosh, Tim's whispering. We've got footage of Luke Rutkowski <gasps> getting raided by Alex Jones. <laughs> Play it. That sounds no, no, no. inappropriate. Can I use the restroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be up on TimCast.com for members only along with the lost episode. Dun, dun, dun. You should do a picture just a screenshot from the video of Luke getting woken up yes. with a link to the website so people can find and, it And easier. we'll post it. And so if you want to watch Alex Jones break into Luke's trailer and, and wake him up that and love him. say inappropriate things. I love it. So we'll have that as well. And um, yeah, we, we've, we've got a lot of stuff to come. The Lost episode is the one that got pulled from YouTube. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. it does exist. It is on BitChute. You can watch it. That's it right. exists. But for a lot of people who missed it, it'll be up. Um, it will be up on the site for members only. But again, it is if you can find it on BitChute by looking at the, the Timcast IRL channel because we archive all our stuff there as well. So it is free, but we'll put it up in the member section. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check it out because before that show starts, we will have the exclusive footage of, of Alex and it'll be fun. <laughs> and uh, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you over at TimCast.com. Other than that, you know, I'm going to take weekends off probably from now on. Ooh. So uh, I'll see you on Monday. Bye, Adios, everybody.